Hello and welcome to the Super Show podcast. That's right, it's a full house. It's everybody. Everybody's here. Oh, we made it. Boys are back in town. Thank God we made it. I'm, of course, joined with the usuals, the casuals, just a couple of players talking about Jamesy and Jamie. Well, hang on. Are you allowed to call us the usuals anymore? This is the first time this year. The unusuals. Yeah. Well, it's like the usual suspects, right? Like, you, you, you got to round them up, but it takes time to round them all up. Oh, uh, uh, right, I see. It I takes see. time to build a champion. Well, talking about champion, this is a fucking champion podcast, isn't it? Because <laughs> clearly things are going right. <laughs> the first time all three of us are on screen. Big time. Uh, well, fellas, I, I, it big, is exciting, Jonesy. You're right. You know what? It's, it's fucking, it's so exciting. My balls are doing a little bit of a Macarena. <laughs> I think that's just because it's cold. Like Maybe. one's and one's reacting to it slightly strongly than the other. Maybe I I have a fear that like my I'm going to get what was it testicular torsion. Ooh, oh yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And and, and like, I I know someone who's had that before, and uh, they just you, you just pass out because like the pain is so excruciating. So I don't, don't want to do that. Yeah. I held a small horse's head while he had his testicles removed. <laughs> oh wow, they were massive. Wait, hang on. <laughs> Were they getting removed because they got tangled up? And why were you holding he, its head? He was being gelded. What wow. the hell is a geld? What? You know, gelded. that's with the horses. You have a gelding. No, I so don't know. A mare, don't a know mare what, is a no, female horse. Oh, okay. A mare is a female horse, right? And a gelding is a male horse with no balls. And then a stallion is like the male horse intact. Oh, shit. And they, yeah. they geld male horses. They chop their balls off because if they don't geld them when they sort of get a bit bigger... Like when they become old, like I don't know what age it would be, like so five or six. They get antsy. They get cranky. Why they get they get they're dangerous because yeah. they're full of that testosterone. You know, Jamie, you, you're a red blooded man. You can feel the testosterone coursing through I your veins yeah, right no, now. But I'm I, sure. I watched Freddie got fingered. I just assumed everyone dealt with you know <laughs> randy horses that way. You just jack them off. Uh, no, you don't, either that you don't or you call up Mister Hands, see if he's available. See oh, if he can so that was a stu- and, and deal that with was a stud farm. In right. Freddie Got Fingered, yeah. he I just, goes I just thought that all horses were naturally... I didn't know that there were, that there were geldings walking around. And if the, <laughs> like, Why has gelding never been used as an insult? Why have I never been called a gelding before? <laughs> Cause that, geld? Cause, yeah, because you don't live in fucking the 16th century. Oh, yeah. okay, right. Yeah. Anyone listening to this right now, this is the mission. We have got... It is January 27th as oh, of recording. Here we go. We've okay. got until January next year, so you've got a year to make it geld, like you geld, <laughs> has become an insult. Is someone? Wait, is is the market for success if um, if Twitch ban it as a chat term because it's like <laughs> yes, like that's if how Twitch we know we've ban made it. calling yeah. people a geld, and then we can go back and we can like say, hey, we started it this time. Because not be great is loads of news places will come out and say we found the first usage of geld yeah. in this term online, and there'll be some bullshit that was oh, not true. Yeah, I just want to be on like it. on like um, Snopes or like know your meme. Mm. Where it's like, where yeah. did this originate from? Boom, here we go. Yeah. And then instead of an alpha male, you become a stallion. So there are just stallions and or studs <laughs> and gels. And it's like, which side are you on? Are you right. castrated so or not? In Freddy Got Fingered, he goes to a stud farm, which is why there are stallions. But stallions, you have to have a dangerous... I think you still do have to have a dangerous animals permit to keep because they are violent bastards and they will kill shit. Mm. Whereas if you pop their nuts off when they're like a kid, not a goat, but you know, <laughs> when they're young, <laughs> Jesus... Um, when they're, you can then keep a gelding and they're docile as anything and they're, they're softer than the mares. But you also know, this Shetland, I had to hold his head and he was drugged because he had his balls popping out, but they don't give them um, general <laughs> anaesthetic. 
Like they they literally cut the cut the sack open, cut it off, and pop it out. I swear to God, oh. it was like it was oh. like this big. Oh my god! And it was I a Shetland. Know. It was a little pony. When you use the word pop, I was imagining something. There used to be an urban legend at school that Lloyd from Lur Fifth once squeezed one of his balls so hard in the shower that it popped. I thought you meant that kind of popping. No, no, they like cut everything out and then pop his nut out so that he's got no, he's got no testicle. Wow, um, poor guy. No fucking for him, eh? <laughs> well, they can still bone if they want, but they probably would, they just can't be bothered. Like they don't really see. The th- point. But that's half. That's the part of the fun of boning, right? Yeah, I guess. Well, so, yeah. being bothered. No insemination, Chris. <laughs> Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean that depends on your perspective, I guess. It's like where you are in your life and well, what you, what you, you want. You've to do. just heard my perspective, buddy. Wow. All but right. Well, he did not have twisted testicles, though. Like Chris was worried that he had testicular so, torsion. Get it right. All right. Just made me think of it. It's just mm. like it's a fear. Okay, fellas, we've gone five minutes on this fucking podcast without mentioning that we are a gaming podcast and that we're available on all major podcasting platforms of your choice, talking Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, some of those other fucking random ones, just search for us. But we're also available on YouTube if you want to see our uh, gorgeous um, testicular torsioned faces. Oh, right? okay. I'm right glad you clarified it was our faces that were suffering at the hands of testicular torsion. No, 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 the, the actual testicular torsion like pics and vids are actually on our Patreon. Patreon.com yeah. slash Patreon. We need so- new paywalls. <laughs> Which tier is that? Do you get to see our balls? Oh, tier 69, we'll, we'll baby. Soon to be featured in Horse and Hound. So wow. That. See, that again, that just sounds like a weird fucking, like for people who want to see pictures of horses fucking. Yeah, that's like, like, like a <laughs> subscription to a magazine that's just pictures of horses fucking. That's what that sounds Probably. like. But like fucking dogs. dogs. Yeah, dogs mm. and dogs and horses. That was the original spec script for the Fox and the Hound. Is they were just fucking that whole movie. That's a sad Disney, movie, man. Walt, Walt Disney came in and I was like, I've "No, seen that one. I don't think I've seen that one. That's fucking sad." Anyway, fellas, because we are not only available on podcasting platforms of your choice, uh, but maybe for the last time ever, judging by how things have been going, uh, we are also available on Paisley Radio, Internet Radio at paisleyradio.com, Thursdays, ten p.m repeats on Mondays if you want to get that that feel of a live show as if we are being beamed through the digital airwaves yeah I mean technically we always are right no matter how you listen to this no but we're not beamed no no beaming there's a there's a difference between push and pull Jamie you should know this okay okay if you're on if you're if you're listening to us on Spotify you are pulling that podcast you're saying I want this Right. right I see. But then if you listen to radio stations it's like that's being pushed on you, it's like, hey, it's there. It's always there. I, I like it. And that's the beam. Push pull. Push pull. Push pull. Okay, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. So what's hot on what's digital TV? Mm. Now he's trumped you. I don't know. All I what know is, is the digital TV. It's it's put it's pull on demand. It's it's, pull on it's demand. no no, it, it's a yank. It's a yank. We're yank. all a fan of yeah. uh, Pull on Demand. Oh, so. tell me about it like there at least twice a day. What? Uh, listen, fellas, we're a gaming podcast. We're going to be talking about games today. A little bit of a, a, a sneak peek. It's something that we wanted to do the very first episode of 2022, but for numerous reasons, we haven't been able to align our schedules uh, for various reasons. But hey, we're here now, and what we are going to do in this episode is talk about upcoming games of 2022, the shit that you should care about because we care about them. And if we don't talk about them, then it doesn't fucking matter, okay? Sorry that you're not going to get your fucking Total War, Warhammer 3 or whatever. Yes, it's a good game, but we're not going to talk about it because it doesn't matter. That's just how it works. Do you, you get what I'm saying? 
if we talk about it it matters yeah i'm even planning on talking about some things that i don't care about and that don't matter to me because i'm a good guy at the kindness of my heart for the games that you two love yeah, no, I see. This yeah. is brutal because now you've basically said we're going to talk about games we care about. We're also going to talk about games we don't care about. So if we don't talk about the game you like, then not only did we not care about it, we really didn't care about it because it didn't even make the cut. Yeah, exactly. It, it's like that list. we we have such varied tastes. I like to think that like our verticals of gaming genre tastes there, there is overlap, but it it's definitely a very broad kind of fucking stroke there, right? And it, if your if your gaming interests don't lie in our in our broad strokes, then um, sorry, you know you you, you just don't you you, you you just it's just not what it's about. Okay, then give it give it a week, and we'll have to talk about it because we'll run out of news topics, and it'll be trending. Oh, guaranteed. So. <laughs> as soon as it's a sl- slow news week, we were oh. so have you guys we'll heard about Total War uh, Warhammer Three? It's, the, uh, it's what, fucking looks amazing. It's not even that. It's that every single game that's scheduled to come out in 2022 is inevitably going to be delayed at some point. And when that <laughs> yes. delay hits the news, we have an obligation to talk about it. And this then people true. will get what they want. Even the games we're going to discuss in, in a little while, maybe 50% of them is kind of like unknown release dates, like 2022, <laughs> somehow, somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's got to happen. They do when they were asked, like, when that game's... But like, if any of the ones that are unknown, it's like this, someone says to the dev or like the publisher... Um, oh, and what's the release date? And they're like, 2022? <laughs> like, uh, maybe. They yeah. just picked off some, picked some far off sounding date back in like they 2017. Th- and now it's exactly. Here, oh, and they're like, shit. Dude, no, no. Tw- tw- 20, 2020, they were like, ah, well, I mean, we're all going to die from COVID anyway. Just fucking push it off till then. <laughs> just say anything. You know, yeah, and, and then it's like, oh, well, sorry. Yeah, vaccine, bitches. And it's like, okay, it's like the ap- apocalypse dates that, yeah, like the Mayans oh, the stuff Ma- did. It was like, When's the world going to end? Oh, like 8,000 years? Who cares? <laughs> Is it really going to end? Yeah, but it's so far away. Don't worry about yeah. it. Not, Nostradamus yeah. did predict, fellas, that, uh, you know, 2022, it's, it's ending in February. So. Is it actually? He- no, I don't fucking know. No, it- his, his one's come true. Like, come true. His prediction, like, <laughs> has, has reached the date, isn't it? Isn't he the one where it still happens so many times? That they j- and then every time it's not the date, they just go, "Oh, we we forgot to carry the one." Yeah, <laughs> they go, like, oh, we exactly misinterpreted what he was year. trying to say because he's fucking talking in tongues. Yeah, the slimy yeah. bastard. Anyway, fellas, can I interest you in a comment of the week, perhaps? Hell yeah! Mm, this one coming in from Matthews Saldana. Hey guys, I'm currently at episode ninety-four of your podcast, and I decided to fast forward in time to leave this comment in the hope of getting the comment of the week. So that when I finally catch up, I can brag about it or something. Well, you can brag about it. Been following you guys since ATG and wish to donate on Patreon if I weren't Brazilian and our money wasn't worth shit nowadays. (laughs) I mean, that's a a fair point. Uh, Mm. You know, but... you know what? I thought Brazil was doing well. This is this isn't like me saying pay up. I'm just like I thought Brazil we'll was take doing crypto. Well these days. Like you've well, got the Ethereum uh, lying around. Yeah, but Brazil is one of those those things, isn't it? Like it really got exposed during the um the was Olympics. It the BRICS, the yeah. BRICS countries. Was it one of them? Yeah, BRICS. So Brazil on the rise. Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. Boom. There you go. What the BRICS, BRICS and the pigs? The BRICS and the pigs. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, but there was that like one picture. Was like oh the stadium. And then it was like, here's all these like rich houses, and there was just the wall, and then it was like the favelas, and it's like, ah, oh. right oh, like they just, oh right, right, like right next door. So I think there is a quite a big discrepancy, much like South Africa. So I'm not I'm not judging, you know, it's just I, I it's what I know. Uh, but anyway, uh, Matthews goes on to say, anyways, I grew apart from gaming news in general, and you guys are the only source of them I follow now. Basically, no pressure though. Keep up the good work. Well, 
Matthew's like, I, I, I hope we do a decent enough job for you because we do just fuck around quite a lot, isn't it? But anyway, he I does. I was going to say, that's worrying. Like, <laughs> you're my only, it's going to be some, <laughs> some bad opinions and ill informed <laughs> stuff coming out. Yeah. Not really. We try hard. Hey, we, we try and give a, a well rounded opinion in between all of our hot takes and trash opinions. Uh, but then, presumably, they're postscripts because we've got some postscripts here as well, fellas. We've got some PSs. But they, it, he could just be talking about PlayStation because he does say PS1. Okay. PlayStation yeah. 1, he goes on to say, you all got incredible voices. It's just so good to hear them, which is always nice to hear because I, I think everyone can say that, it, you know, unless you're some kind of like absurdist, like that you don't like your own voice, right? Or the sound of your own voice. Like, oh, just, yeah. it's weird. Um, but then he does go on to say, PlayStation 2 or PS2, I've imagined my comment being read on Chris's voice. So you're welcome. What can I say Sexy except you're welcome? He said your talking voice, presumably, not your singing voice. Okay? Why don't you go fuck yourself, okay? If I want to sing, I will sing. I am the, look at me, I am the captain. Okay. Do you, I tell you, do you know what I did earlier, I actually, today? Uh, how do I? Which is, uh, no, I, I was on YouTube. Don't, don't lie. I, was, I thought I would um, frequent an old haunt of ours, all-time mm. tens. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And I actually, I, w- I went to see who, what the top videos were. They're like best viewed videos of all time. And I think... Of I the ones say, that are left, right? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, of the ones that are left. But um, Jamie, I think, was the second, was in the second most popular 10 oh, of all time. The, Jamie. the voice of Jamie. Robin, our good friend from Just Interesting, was, uh, was the top most interesting. I think I had one in, I think mine was three or four, my voice popping in there. Um, yeah. I know, you, Chris, you didn't used to do that many of them, so I didn't... No, I, I never uh, VO'd uh, all-time all 10s. Yeah. Um, we, oh, movies you did, didn't you? you I did movies. movies and conspiracies. Jamie and I did uh, movies for a long time. Yeah, we did movies together for ages, Chris yeah. and I. Uh, fun fact, go. I used to, back in the good old days, uh, have the uh, I had the privilege of editing what was the most viewed video on all-time 10s at one point in time. Um, I can't remember how many tens of millions it got to but then someone over at that company got cold feet about having a very a video about orgasms being oh, the most popular video on the channel dude, and, that uh, got like 200 million like it was a big like one hundreds of millions of that, views that video did so well that the morning after i edited it i came into work and immediately got taken out to breakfast by one of our <laughs> managers oh what chris and i co co-worked on a video together I know what like you're going to say. 125 million views. Sorry, that that's what I was thinking of. That's the one so, I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah. That, that's the one that's like, I think, probably ended up in got, YouTube terms being the most viewed video we did across our whole network, right? Oh, dude, and it, it was got like taken that down. video versus everything else that we ever made, and it, it was, still trumped it. Yeah. But, I mean, but that it was, was, that was massive, yeah. But that killed the channel because all that was <laughs> yeah. was like, like hundreds Sex. of like horny... 14 year old Indian boys just kind of like subscribing to the channel and never watching anything else ever again. It's just like, okay. Well, that, well, that wasn't, which one was that? Because that was the actresses who'd done porn, wasn't it? Or actors no. and actresses that had done Was no. it just top sex no. scenes? Yeah, it was the set. It was the one with the gobble gobble. It's turkey. Right. Time. Yeah. Oh, got, yeah, got, no, because I, I did another one, which was the. And that was Mika, Mika, well, just behind the scenes. That was Mika's. Uh, <laughs> Doxing <laughs> <video>. <laughs> Yes, um, it was. Because there was another one got taken down that I'd done, which was the porn stars who then were in mainstream movies. That was great. And yes. I used actual oh. porn scenes and like cut just before it got to the uh, the grim bit. That, some of it was hilarious. I like, mean, 
that edit was infamous <clears throat> around the office because it was Jonesy using his actual work as an excuse to go on porn websites and just sat at his work desk. Was it an excuse? It was PC. like I was cutting the video. Bro, I know you. It was an excuse. Just like it was not. Just an like excuse. when you came up with a genius idea to make an entire all-time tens inside Minecraft, it'll take <laughs> oh, me. It'll that, take me a week. That was, that was, really that, was that was a quality video. Though. Yeah, that I was. Mean, to be I had fair, so you, much fun you, you actually that. you smashed out the park. But it was also like, yeah, what if I made the what if I edited inside Minecraft? It will take me a couple of days. Don't don't look over my shoulder too much. Yeah. I I genuinely that's one of my my favorite videos I've ever made. Like that was so much fun making that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, that was really like, good to do. Because it's because the cuts as well. Because I then I had to figure out where to do the cut and where to do the. You go yeah. into a room, then there's a cut, and you open a door, and then you're in a, in a different place. Yeah. That was Plus, when you compare it to things that we had to do during work time later on in our time with that company. And again, often for pretty legitimate reasons, that was still not the hardest thing to explain because I still remember someone coming up <laughs> to my desk, Jonesy, when it had a view of your computer and what you were doing on your screen. And I had to explain to someone why you had a surprisingly legitimate excuse to be practicing your speed runs of I Am Toast during work hours. <laughs> <laughs> or I Am Bread. What was that game called? I Am Bread. bread. Yeah. I Am Bread. I Am Bread, excuse me. I like me. I Am Toast that... Because that was one of the strategies, wasn't it? You that's the, the, that's the, the sequel. That's the sequel. It. Yeah, exactly. In fact, yeah, that was how you completed the level, right? You had to become toast. Yes. And that yeah, was yeah. so, but there were different techniques. You yeah. could go on like Some, the whole someone, someone kept calling it the bagel game at the time. I can't remember yeah, what it was. That might have been Roche. The yeah, bagel uh, game. Oh, yeah, maybe. So, uh, yeah, it was someone like that. It was in that uh, ballpark. Anyway, fellas, just uh, back to the comment. Thank you very much, Matthew Saldana, for leaving a comment. But yeah. I do want to say, like, you did bring up a, a good point. Like, I know some people do wish to donate to the Patreon and obviously we are very thankful for any support but you do not have to support the Patreon if you are in a financial difficulty there are other ways to support us like watching the videos religiously getting your entire family to watch the videos religiously uh, commenting liking subscribing etc but if you do have some spare coin to throw our way then head on over to patreon.com forward slash super show and you could get such great perks as access to our Discord server, which uh, Alex Jones is never on. Um, mm. some, I'm on uh, it sometimes. Yeah, I was on it yesterday. Are. To be fair, you are. Um, we've got some behind-the-scenes footage. We've got some. We've got some archive stuff of ATG, which is you know yeah. always nice. And we also have some Patreon exclusive podcasts, such as some preamble, uncut takes before we record our podcast, which is. Quite funny, you know. If you if you thought that we are uncensored, yeah. Oh boy, you know. Just go and watch the the video where I talk about the lobster story. And um, oh there you god, go. the not. Why did you have to <laughs> remind us of that? I'd forgotten all that existed. Yeah, not, it's, it's not part of story. it's part of the contract. Every quarter, I need to mention it. Oh, okay, right. You guys signed it. I mean, fucking hell, you know, no, you're right. Your exactly. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. But fellas, you know what? We we are lucky enough, privileged enough, to have some people who have been stringing us some coin lately. And I am, of course, talking about Aaron Cameron, Athletic Gravy, Dark Silhouette, Helium Joker, Jesper Camdahl Nielsen, Javela Cujo, Leo Merger, Mindful Pig, Mr. Anthropic, Nathan Pierce, Pastors Guild, Scary Omen, Starfall Kid, That Bitch Clara. And then we're talking about the big boys now, fellas, right? Mm. Brett Z, Doppler, Geometric Potter, Hacksaw Book Read, Manuel Guerrero, Peaswad, and at the time of recording, actually Peaswad's birthday so happy birthday big oh, fella nice. happy birthday happy and, birthday and, and and potentially one of the most important names on this list for 
for reasons that you were about to find out, because the next entry is, okay, you Greek midget, your turn to try and pronounce Magni Mickelson. That's Ma- definitely Ma- wrong. That's definitely 100% de- no, no, wrong. It, it, I will tell you that Magni is going to be correct. You, you got to let us know. I'm pretty sure dude. that's what Jonesy did like week one, right? Was no, no. Jonesy, I said Mogna because oh, I he always says the oh, yeah. yeah you're right. Basically, yes, imagine if Jonesy was having a stroke. That's what he sounded like. He's just trying to say. But I, and I'll tell you why I think it's Magni. Okay, bear with me. In the worst kind of way possible, in God of War, you got Magni and Modi. Yes, Magni. I, I feel like we've had this exact conversation before. Yeah. I feel like. No. We've done this. And no, because jo- Jonesy was like, oh, I watch Vikings and Ragnarok. <laughs> we'll have to wait until um, next week to find out how badly you butchered it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking the worst one yet, if I'm being honest. Magni- that struck me as the worst one well, yet. You see, because yeah. I say Mickelson, but it's probably like Mickelson. So it's like Magni Mickelson. How about that? Hmm. He's going to have to let us know. Uh, but Jonesy... He, he, did, he did actually message me in the week to say that um, my, my attempt wasn't right, but wasn't that bad. Last week. Okay, nice. Interesting. So, but um, Jonesy, why don't you give it another try? Because last no, time. No, no, this is your week, my friend. We we'll stick with what you just said. Well, do it again. Just, just Bella, it because again. last week you, you read the OKU Greek midget thing. First of all, Magni, thank you for calling me a Greek midget. Like, really, really, really I appreciate it. Um, so, but yeah, but, but you didn't. You, <laughs> wow. But you didn't read what he <laughs> had targeted for you. So, why don't you just give it a, give it a shot, Jonesy? That'd be, that'd be a spoiled sport. Which, no, this he did write. I did do it last week. You didn't read that that I've just highlighted. Last week you read the Greek midget version because it was changed to your version while we were already recording, and we didn't adjust it. Oh, because I was meant to host last Jonesy week. Yeah. Feeling tries to, well, no, so I'm not going to. I'm going to let your attempt stand on its own. I don't want you to try and dilute your pitiful okay. attempt. I, I will say me doing one too. I, I will refuse. say Magni, and definitely not Morgana, like Jonesy would have said. Uh, even if it's wrong. I think you should let us know who got closest. Okay? I think that's fair. Okay, I think it's fair. Uh, yeah, that's who, fair. Who is closest to the, the poll? Don't we need to wait until Jamie does it next week? and then we'll well, jo- Jamie's not going to do it. J- well, Jamie, and, Jamie and Magni are like that. That's, that's the thing. I, I'm going to play the hand I'm dealt. It's as simple as that. That's I, fair. I, can't, I can't confirm or deny that there will be any collusion going on behind the scenes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, that's fair. He's going to dub it with him saying his own name in the edit, so it's just him yeah. saying it. So it's going to be like one of those kung fu movies from the 80s where my mouth is going to move and you're just going to hear some random voice going, well, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to spoil the surprise. But <laughs> I love it. Like uh, it. All right, fellas. Well, look, before we get into the bulk of that, I do want to say thank you so much to each and every single one of our patrons, whether you yeah, have your name you. called out or you know just swing us the $2 to get access to the Discord server. Really do appreciate each and every one of you. And hey, if you can't afford to support us financially, then please see it in your heart to support us digitally by listening and stuff, because that, that helps. Uh, but fellas, I, before we get into it, I just want to, let's do a catch up. We haven't had one of these catch ups in, in so fucking long, like where it's all of us. All right. So let's, let's catch up. Jonesy, I, I want to hear what you have been playing. Um. Very well, Chris. It has been a long time since we've done one of these catch-ups, and I would love to tell you that. was great. What was that first noise? <laughs> I, I was still half drinking my drink that I just put down. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I'll, do you know, I'll start off. I'll start off with um, uh, a cheeky little free to play that everyone, no doubt, has seen adverts for since time immemorial on the internet. That actually, for once, I felt like I should play because I was I was just feeling it. Um, which is World of Warships, which I think I've. Oh shit! I don't think I've ever actually played before. I think I've downloaded like World of Tanks, but I've never actually played World of Warships. Mm. Um, yeah, and kept seeing trailers for it or, or um, you know advertising yeah. stuff for it, and was like, do you know what? Hold on, I could get are, are into we, a free to play. Are we sponsored by? Nah. No. No, Josie just saw enough celebrity endorsements that he finally cracked. I don't know who it <laughs> do is. Do you know what? I saw some tra- I saw like a trailer for it in a, like an advert trailer thing. And I was like, okay, it actually looks decent, but I don't think it I think it's going to be crap, but it's free to play. Let me download it and have Dude, a go. Do you, know, do you know how popular those fucking like there's a it's, reason that like It's good. Like it's actually good. I've I've But hold on. Did you played... use someone's code? No, no, I didn't know. Oh, so, so anyway, when I actually downloaded it, I actually already had installed it. So I already had a login for the uh, the, the connected thing because it's one of the world of, and I'd already downloaded at some point in the past the um, oh, I see. Uh, world of tanks. Ah, okay. So I yeah. couldn't like do it again anyway. So it basically said, oh, you've already got a, got a thing for it. So, But I did World of Warships, and do you know what? Yeah, a fun game, and, and surprisingly quick and easy to jump in and jump out of, have a quick little uh, smash up with some other people. Um, even like the the way that you unlock stuff isn't that frustrating and, you, and seems to be quite a good clip. Like the loot cycle is pretty decent for that sort of game. Often yeah. you sort of hit that wall really hard where it's like, no, now you can't unlock anything. Yeah. You need to put yeah. money in. Um, but I feel like I'm at a point where I've I've still I've had fun with it. I'm still enjoying it, and I don't feel like I would ne- ever need to put any money into that game if I didn't want to. Um, it might all change, but you know. <laughs> well, if we get sponsored, baby. Um, but I, yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, Chenzi. When Jamie and I and, and Steph, by extension, went to um, Gamescom, what was it, 2018? Oh, yeah, that was four 20... years ago. I was, no, sorry, when we went, it was 2019. It was 2019, okay. So yeah. three years, right, fine. Um, and the, honest to God, the biggest stall or like stand that they had at Gamescom was for, okay, not World of Warships, but World, World of Tanks. And the yeah. queue to get into that fucking area, it was like an arena, basically. That's what they had. It was like yeah. fucking coiled around the whole thing. I, like I was, I was surprised, dude. Like the, the, I used to play those Germans used to play love World tanks. tanks. Like <laughs> they do. Who knew? They love their machinery. <laughs> um, no, but I, I I used to play World of Tanks, and I thought, oh, it's a cool game. Like it's a fun thing. But the, and I hadn't played it for a long time. But that's why I thought, let me try the Warships one because. Um, I thought it might be a little bit different. And it's obviously, it's really simple. Like it's like the tank, like World of Tanks is very simple. Um, what I would, I don't know if they do though, but they, they need some crossover. Like in that world of warships, you can have um, aircraft carriers. And I think they do world of planes or something like, you know, world yeah, of fighter do. planes. They must so do. They need to do some crossover between these different, uh, different games. If they haven't already, like where you can have the ships, the tanks, the, the planes. Um, the only thing I can imagine, it's another one of those issues where, they're running on different, um, slightly different engines to handle like different yeah. mechanics and stuff, and yeah. it's, it'll be a bit of a bugger to try and connect them together. But you'd think that this day and age that they could do something to work around that. But, but that would be the kind of you know. dream, wouldn't it? Where it's like this, like global kind of massive mm. thing. Where hey, choose if you want to be in a fucking tank or a warship or a plane. And- <laughs> Is it- we sick to be a a bomber on the deck of a aircraft carrier, and then to be told like attack, and then you get to take off and fly off and like go and attack. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah I'd be into that. Obviously, like if you combine all three things together, that could have the potential to be bigger than than anything they've done before. But it is slightly, perhaps, unfair of me 
that the first thing that popped into my head when you came up with that is that I wonder if it's more profitable to run these games independently than it would be to run one singular oh, game. Certainly, right? Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, for sure, yeah. When it comes well, to well, play maybe, shit, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would depend on the size of the... Like, if the combination of all three elements made it substantially better to the point that the player count grew immeasurably, you know, beyond what the three individual titles were, yeah. you know, or in a, but in I guess of is, one another, then, yeah, maybe. But Is it like, if you like tanks, you like tanks, and you don't want fucking warships in your game? There's probably a bit of that. Like, yeah. I watched a documentary right. about a guy who fucks cars. He puts his cock in the, like, the tailpipe. <laughs> There's got to be tank people out there. Just cars. Well, horses for you, apparently. <laughs> You're telling only us uh, anywhere, only your subscription hold- to Bestiality Monthly or whatever it was called. Horse yeah. and Hound. Horse yeah. and Hound. Bestiality Monthly, you're dis- despicable. Wow. There you go. Never seen Notting Hill. <laughs> I've never seen Notting Hill, no. I've been there. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but no, that, yeah, uh, like I said, it's a game everyone must have seen a million um, adverts for, but actually decided to buy the bullet and not yeah. too bad. Just the, the other thing. I'm looking forward to next week when you tell us that you played Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> hey, uh, only if we get sponsored, then I'll be like singing all its praises. Um, yeah, that they the advertising budget for Raid Shadow Legends. I would oh, love God. to know what the advertising. You know what? The, honest to God, you know what Raid Shadow Legends need to do? They need to make a game that looks like the ads that they make for the game. Uh, see, Why do they do that? I think they, you could have ended your sentence after the word game. <laughs> they need to make a game. Hold, hold on, Jamie. I mean. We could get a sponsorship here. Like, let's not... <laughs> Maybe. Not, not just Raid, though. Like, I've So many games... If you've ever gone on Facebook and see those adverts for, like, games that pop up where it's, say, like, a Clash of Clans or some shit yeah. like that, nearly every comment underneath those videos are, like, why... This, like, this game is actually all right, but it's nothing like the adverts. Like, it yeah. doesn't... Anything like this. Hey, to be like fair, this. Clash of Clans is, is, is pretty pretty dope. Say that. Much. I never. I've never actually played Clash. It's fun. So it's just yeah, the it's first fun. That came to I don't know. Like I was for what it more is, intrigued. It's Clash Royale always seemed interesting to me. Clash of Clans. When you get into the whole kind of sort of wait, which, you which know, one? Which waiting one was for the timers to go down? Which one was the one with the three lanes? That's uh, Royale. Clash. Ah, Royale. yeah, that, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, that, oh, Clash that, of Clans was, was the fucking you build your base and then they raid you. Yeah, that that's one. one of the ones of like, yeah. oh, this is going to take four hours to build unless you uh, oh, press wow. this button. No, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Clash, Clash, uh, Clash Royale, baby, that's the one. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but then I've also played another. I played something else. It was free as well, but uh, through the lovely virtue of Game Pass, not through um, just being free to play, and which was Rainbow Six Extraction, and ah. I was. I'm not going to say bullied into playing it. No, I'm only joking. He didn't bully me at all. Um, Jamie mentioned a few times uh, in our little WhatsApp group and said, you know, has anyone downloaded it? And I, so I downloaded it and we jumped on together and we played some uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, didn't Look, we, Jamie? One of you fuckers had to play a video game at some point <laughs> in your lives and it was going to be now. I'm going to start the year off right, okay? I tried, okay? I downloaded it, okay? And I, I just... Hey, it's, it's, it's progress, been, baby. It's been a, a little bit mental and I... Uh, Anyway, yeah. the, Chris, it's like being in school, right? Where the effort is more important than the attainment. So <laughs> even though you're getting a D right now, no pun intended, you're getting <laughs> a star. For, you're getting a star for effort because you downloaded it. Nice, thank you. We need, and do you know what I would say after playing that like a few times with Jamie? I think we do need to all three of us get together and play that game because. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, hold on. Maybe, what, this is what Jamie has to say about it. No, I, you know, I, I don't. I shouldn't jump the gun. I apologize. I, I do. Th- I, I do think it'll be cool with all of us. Like, sorry, Tracy, just kind of jump in for a second. Yeah, um, I was watching Pizod stream 
and he was streaming um, Deep Rock Galactic. And like, that game's fine. It's like nothing special. But you get a group of three people, you have fun. And I'm sure Rainbow Six Extraction is the same thing because really it's just something to do while you're on voice comms, right? Like, It's kind of not. That's the thing, like, yeah. Okay. I, no, you're not wrong though, Chris. Like it's it's got the potential to be something good like Deep Rock Galactic in that sense, like to be, a, oh, it's a great three-player, like you'll have a lot of fun. I don't think it's quite that from what Jamie and I played. I don't think it's going to get to that level of it's fun just through virtue of like three of you playing it. Right. Because, but I, maybe it's just down to like the way they need to tweak up the systems and that. But because it's like stealthy and you're supposed to be sneaking around doing stuff. I, I don't know. I've, I've, I enjoyed it. I had a good time playing it. I like playing it with Jamie. We had a couple of mo- like times that were, that felt a little bit tense, which is kind of like what you want, like the deep rock galactic thing, which is where you're like trying to get back to your ship and, and then all of a sudden a horde is chasing you. And it, then it's a cool sense of like, shit, they're in front of me. They're here. They're here. Mm. Like we never had that. Um, but we did have a few moments where I think um, we were sort of, we had, we had to communicate to play the game and we had quite a good time doing it. But um, yeah, it it's it feels a little unpolished, like for sure. It does feel like a reskin of Rainbow Six um, Siege. Oh, I'm, I'm loving Jamie's faces he's putting right now. <laughs> I I enjoyed it for what it was. Like I enjoyed it more than I have when I've played Siege because I suppose it it does something very different with the enemy types. Like Siege yeah, is like yeah, they sure. see you, they shoot you, whatever. This is like they don't see you, they have no idea you're there, and you kind of dictate the the thing. And then when you start fighting, they just run at you like they're dumb as fuck. Yeah, right. Just come which which I guess was. At least to the lead up of it, Jamie, you and I thought that it looked kind of like GTFO inspired. But then, I, yeah. I believe you were saying something last week about it maybe not being like it. Not, not to jump uh, it down. I mean, let let, let Jonesy kind of finish. Yeah, no, of course, of course. Oh no, that's like I was pretty much done. The one thing I will say that I didn't think was I kind of made me feel a bit, a little bit weird about it was uh, Jamie and I. The last thing we played actually was we had to fight like a boss enemy mm. type thing where we got teleported into. Um, another place, yeah, and it's and I got super like Outriders feels from it because it was a dude who had he had like electro power and he was leaping after us and he was teleporting and trying to kill us, and and suddenly the game completely switched like to a um, bullet sponge like uh, you know hit the weak point on the boss kind of thing, yeah. which I did not like anywhere near as much. Like that was mm. not what I what I thought the game was like about. Some of the other mission types have been I, I enjoyed much more, like protect these two areas because you've just you're hooking bombs up to blow the um, aliens up and then they like try and overrun you. I thought that was more in keeping. Yeah. Um, but no, that's, that's me done. But yeah, I, was surprised. I liked it more I thought it would. Do, but, do you yeah, think there's potential there though? For what? Yeah. Well, for, for like this game to like grow and build and become successful. Like uh, Ubisoft. Nothing like Siege. Nothing like Siege. No, I don't think there is. I, I guess this is always the risk. Like developers should probably take note here, but when you have a limited time event in one of your games that proves popular, doesn't mean you need to spin it off into its own thing. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. It, feels, it feels exactly like that. It feels like, it, it just feels like a spin-off still. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a, and, a, a standalone. And that's, that's a bit of a damning statement, especially when you hear the news that dropped today at time of recording that uh, Hyperscape is uh, closing its doors, which, okay, it's a very What a game, surprise. But yeah, exactly. What a surprise. But it is an online multiplayer game. You know, okay, to be fair, this is more co-op, isn't it? But still, it's like, hey, it's that kind of a focus thing. Like, maybe Ubisoft just don't do games as a service. Maybe that's just, you know, 
maybe their single player is games as a service well, rather than their co-op and multiplayers. You say that, but I believe I also heard this week that the Ghost Recon free-to-play game that mysteriously vanished a few months ago is coming back, I think, as soon as this week in wow. some kind of a closed beta capacity, which I haven't been invited to, so I can comment on. Probably something to do with the fact that I was invited to the Extraction one, uh, accepted it, and then just never played that fucking game. <laughs> I never even downloaded it. I completely forgot. Yeah. Oh, there you um, go. I was just and, trying and, to. Sorry, I was me. trying to find the full price for uh, extraction. Well, extraction. Oh, it, it's it's like it's 40, not a full price title. It's like forty forty five in in pounds. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, it also gets you a buddy pass. So. Yeah, you uh, if you buy one copy of the game, then two of your friends can play oh, for thir- free for two weeks. Right, thirty four quid. So it's even less. than So this if you went in on in with it for a friend, you're talking about uh, ten to twelve pounds each if you committed yeah. to that two week period, or and then, take that ten know, pounds and just. Buy Games Pass. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> ultimately the smart move, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, James, what was your yeah. take? I just think that it's a very odd game, and I think <laughs> I like I I, I I totally get where Jonesy's coming from, and because it's where I was like last week when when we first talked about this game and trying to dissect it in the way you dissect any other game. But it does feel like the a, a product a product that the more I've spent time with it and the more I've ruminated on it after the fact the more I just can't make heads or tails of a lot of the decisions they've made. Um, the things that they tried to emulate or replicate that were ideas borrowed from other games, um, how much they failed to stick the landing in some of those attempts, but how close they came to sticking the landing on some of the more positive elements of the game, and also just how weird a fit it is for... We talked about how weird a fit it is for Ubisoft last week um, and the long-term prospects for the game, but especially now how weird a prospect and and how illogical it seems to have made uh, a game like this within the Rainbow Six universe. And there are so yeah, many elements yeah. now that, again, just sort of <clears throat> thinking back to the sessions I played with Jonesy this week and dissecting what we did, each process of it, whether it's sort of the attempts that they make to establish a law or a story, which seem to then not make sense when, as Jonesy mentioned, halfway through a mission, we, you know, clearing some weird aliens out of a police station and we get zapped into some weird anomaly, which isn't <laughs> actually a weird alien planet. It's actually just a weird industrial factory-like setting where a strange cloned electrified version of Sledge is running around hitting us with an electrified <laughs> sledgehammer. And like Jonesy said, he killed that boss. It, you know, it faded to black and we're just back in the menus. It doesn't try and justify anything. And yeah. the other thing that doesn't try and justify is the existence of those operators to begin with. And you, I mentioned Sledge. I don't know why we fucking fought Sledge. Maybe there is a law <laughs> reason for that. But also like Sledge is in the game. Mm. Who wants to pick a character? Like, Jonesy's had an ability where he could, you know, pull out a heartbeat sensor and find nests, which are where enemies spawn from when they've been alerted. Uh, there was another abil- uh, enemy, uh, a character, an operator, that sent out a pulse, and enemy, any enemy that was moving within that range would show up as a red dot. I frequently played as a medic who could heal both myself and Jonesy. When things like that are on the table, who's picking the guy with the sledgehammer in a game that is actually <laughs> remarkably about stealth? Yeah. I, so that, little things like that just felt like, well, we have, yeah. we're have we making a siege spin-off. This is what we have to do. Yeah. And when they asked why, the answer was the same as the reason they did it to begin with, because it's a siege spin-off. But why? Because it's a siege spin-off. And, yeah. it, you know, ad infinitum. And yeah, but th- this, even- is, this is Ubisoft, right? And they, they fucking do that with uh, anything Tom Clancy, where it's like, like, like X Defined. We're like, why is it X 
Right. Why, yeah. why does it need to be Tom Clancy? It's like because it's Tom Clancy, or it's like and the it, the, the yeah. sorry the Splinter Cell thing. It's like oh well, it's a Splinter Cell thing. It's like yeah, but why? And, and and that even ends up impacting the progression in a negative sense because there is also this element. I don't know if you agree with this, Joji, but it felt like they were slightly hampered with the amount of freedom and the creativity they can work into the things they let you mess around with in the future. And there's this currency. It's not really a currency. Essentially, every time you get you level up, leveling up is referred to as a milestone. You get a new token that unlocks a new piece of gear that you can take with you. The starting gear is stuff like a smoke grenade, which is extremely useful for using stealth-style takedowns on an enemy that's been alerted, for example. You have a uh, self-revive kit, which lets you, as you you would imagine, self-revive if you get knocked and there's no one near you. Incredibly useful things. Mm. And then, like, further down, fade out because they're locked. It's like, oh, if you reach milestone eight, you unlock the ability to unlock these gadgets. Frag grenade. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, well, one, why? Look at the game you've made, why? And two, that's not an incentive. Like, I don't <laughs> want to take an explosive lethal grenade in with me because I need my self-revive kit and I need my gas grenades. Yeah. And there's a maximum of three of us. Like, if I matchmate with some gimp throwing frag grenades, I'm quitting. <laughs> you know, so they they just, they, they cucked themselves at just about every corner. <laughs> And so many of like they, the have, they, have, they gel- have they gelded themselves? They gelded they've, themselves. Gen- they've literally they a gelded bunch of themselves. And wow. like to, to 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 try and be a little bit more positive, like obviously you mentioned with Deep Rock, like the play, play games with friends, you're probably going to have fun. Yeah, we we had some good times. There were occasionally strange difficulty spikes as objectives varied from a bit thing to thing, but at least they varied the maps. Despite the fact we played the same three ones on rotation based on what we'd unlocked didn't get too repetitive or samey. Enemy variety kind of did, but I imagine that can change. And when Josie and I did come across a new enemy, as we went up a difficulty level, we were like, oh shit, look at that dude. What is that? What should we do? How should we approach this? It does ask you to be a little bit more tactical because you can't play it like Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And that's cool, but it's also just not something I need in my life. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which is probably Uh, what they realized. And they're like, you know what? Just give it to Game Pass. Like, let, let Microsoft pay for this. It's yeah. a weird thing, isn't it, when that kind of becomes... Game Pass is going to start to become a bit of a poison pill because it's going to be it's going to almost be like the free-to-play on PlayStation Plus. Um, it was going free-to-play like, like as soon as it releases because you're going to say, oh, so it's not worth the cost of buying yeah. it. So they're yeah. trying to just yeah. get it out to people like, and let them put money into it in a different way. I think hindsight's twenty twenty, and I know this was never a legitimate option for Ubisoft, but the remedy that I would try and apply to this game if I had complete free reign was... Strip Tom Clancy and uh, Rainbow Six and all of that shit out of the game. Look at what you're left with, a three-player co-op, almost stealth-focused tactical shooter with objectives. Keep some of the elements, and but then also keep developing and adding to some of the cool things you've got. The risk-reward of will you proceed from objective one to pre- uh, objective two to objective three, where you can exfil at any point for the, uh, you know, the XP that you've currently earned. Little things like... Whether whether an operator gets injured or better yet, like um, not killed but lost on the battlefield, they get suspended and you can't pick them anymore. And the next time you go into a mission on that same map, you'll get an objective to get that person back. Those ideas are cool. There's there's a unique thing to that. And the first time Jonesy and I realised that playing that map again meant our now final objective was to save the guy that I lost the previous time we played it. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. We're saving Doc. Like we're getting Doc back. Let's go get him. Like, 
that's and that's one of the cool ideas they had. Just have more cool ideas. <laughs> and that's my feedback. That's why I think I should be a creative director in the games industry, because fundamentally... Just, just have more cool I, ideas. Have if more I cool stood ideas. in front of the boardroom and said, have more cool ideas, I think I'd be liberating for developers and the projects would feel the benefits. I think you're, you're onto something. Yeah. Did you, uh, Jamie, did you feel a little bit like, like, for example, that there was a good idea for a game, but because it was try, it was sort of stapled to Rainbow Six Siege... That actually, it's been massively because ha- I definitely feel like it has been massively hampered by the fact that it's just a mod to an existing game. Like if it was a standalone game yeah. that that could do more with environment, characters, progression, like like you know enemy types, situations, it probably yeah. would have actually done much better. And been I agree. I've been a lot better. I agree. Because yeah. I, I also think you're completely overselling the attachment to what the, the the PvP players of Siege have to those operators, and subsequently, you know following them onto another game and if you'd use that yeah. as an opportunity to come up with new shit it could have been really cool okay, it felt like you? they were like yeah go ahead it just felt like there was someone at ubisoft who had the not you know the not unfair and not unreasonable realization that hey there's money on the table for as long as we don't make a pve rainbow six experience Siege blew up. Positive press about Siege. It's a hardcore FPS game. People like us three aren't going to touch it. Will, will they touch a more multiplayer-focused, perhaps slightly more casual PvE experience? What's on the market that we can emulate? Well, we don't want to go in the left for dead, back for blood direction. That's being done to death. What's something that's got a unique spin on it? GTFO. Let's make GTFO light. Let's use this license because the fans like it. And it was hamstrung by the fact that the components it's made up of, it, it <laughs> failed to be more than some of its parts. Yeah, but, yeah but, I think, uh, Jamie, you made a sorry, Chris. Jamie, you made a really good point when we were actually playing it. Um, I think it was a one point where we we'd done. I think we're only like the second time we went into an area, uh, and one of the missions was like you had to shoot something or, or activate something, and then run to another area yeah. to activate another another thing. And I think as we were doing it, like we uh, we failed the thing because it was like you had say like a minute to do it or something. No, like that. The last one was fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. And I think, and Jamie at the time said, what the hell, this game is a stealth game that's, you know, set up as a stealth game, Rainbow Six Siege game. And then it's asked us to go and like run through like as quick as you can and do something like, what the hell, this game doesn't even know what it's doing. And I was, that's a, that was mm. one of the things that I felt through the rest of the game was like, yeah. it doesn't, it, it wants you to play Rainbow Six Siege like, you know, it's a stealthy game and it gives you all the tools to be stealthy, but at the same time, it doesn't know how to do that. But is that, is too, that not too the easy. game, is that not the game just trying to like, create tension by saying like hey let's let's get you out of this comfort zone yeah. of being like stuff like this I is think, a scripted think, idea was, where like hey shit's gonna hit the fan and this is how it's gonna hit the fan i'd call it brute forcing you to do something that's gonna just make shit happen like it's almost like if you said to someone in a zombie game like you can sneak around like you can sneak from here to there and you know and the zombies won't know you're there and you're like okay cool i can do that and then it was like oh, uh, you're not getting attacked by zombies because you keep sneaking. Okay, we're going to have a thing where you have to walk across some like uh, uh, like popper things that can't go bang, 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 and then they alert all the zombies. And you're like, why do they put this in the game? It's like, oh, because they couldn't actually think, make the game decent. So I, I, they just I don't know. I, I think this is maybe, a, it, well, a, maybe a harsh criticism. I think, I think there's also an element there of, and I, I, again, I don't know if this is actually it, but it's, it's not like that... Um, 
Deus Ex Human Revolution problem of how can you create a game where that allows you to entirely spec towards stealth on a 30-hour playthrough if you eventually have bosses that you have no yeah, choice yeah, but yeah. to fight. I think, no, what, they, no, I think what, that, what they would say is, well, we're actually just trying to create more hooks where you are reliant on the varied builds that the operators can provide ah, okay. and the fact that we're creating a co-op right. experience. And so what they would say is, well, I'm sorry, that's why one. That's why 50% of the operators' starting weapons as their primary slot is an unsilenced shotgun. They are, they are <laughs> in some respects, hey, they do, fair, yeah, they be, do yeah. try and communicate like, hey, for as much as I sat here 30 seconds ago saying, why the fuck is Sledge in this game? Like, maybe that is them saying like that there are offensive operators, there are defensive operators, and the reason it's co-op is because you're meant to mix and match and be yeah. ready for any objective. Because they know. then do, they then do the opposite as well, don't they? Because then because I think after you play a couple of the rounds, it was almost like, oh, this game's actually too fucking easy to just walk through and shoot yeah. everyone in the face, and you can and you don't even need to stealth it. And a couple of times we were like, oh, we can just walk into an area and just shoot people. And if they hear us, we can. Ju- they're so easy to take out. We'll just take them out. But then we we walked into a mission where we say shot someone, and some random dude from nowhere ran off and went and killed a hostage that we were supposed to rescue. And it was like, oh, we, uh, mission failed. And we're like, mm. what the heck? <laughs> and then you realise, oh, so now in this in this level, if you get hurt at all, not yeah. like it doesn't tell you if you get hurt at all, so I want to run away and kill the hostage. But it did feel like a weird, like they were trying to kind of put you off balance by saying, in this level, you've got to run around and do things really quickly. In this level, you've got to sneak and be all stealthy. Yeah, and it, yeah. I don't know, it felt a little ham-fisted to me. Maybe maybe oh. I'm being a little bit harsh, but I, I did enjoy it. Like I, But I think I enjoyed it insofar as it was a Rainbow Six game like rainbow six siege game that um was much easier than rainbow six siege and you get to play around in that world but like jamie said i i don't think i'll be going back into it that's that that's the weird footnote right jonesy is that like hey by the way for all of this being said this isn't a bad game it's just very strange which is probably why we're talking about it as much as we are and I would, and I would happily play it again with like uh, with you, Chris, or we've got Stefan. I'd I'd happily play it to see if that experience was felt any different. Yeah, like so. playing through a few more times. But yeah. like we I, just I, unlocked a bunch of new maps, right? Because we reached a level right. where now we can go to San Francisco and see, you know, what aliens are doing to the gay capital of the world, which I'm fascinated by, in <laughs> theory. Um, like Fair. you know yeah. that that what that, are they doing? I don't know. Probing, I guess. Lots Jesus of probing, Christ. and the, and there's not that much, not that much reluctance. Oh, oh, don't probe me. There was, it's funny because there were some cool ideas. Like we had one bit where the, uh, I think you get these weird, like uh, alien blob things that attach to you, and then after a set amount of time, they start exploding, and you can't see. And I yes. was freaked. I was at one point. I was like, going, "Holy shit! What? Something's on me. I'm, I'm, I'm. They're, they're attacking me." And Jamie's like, "No, dude, you're covered in these weird little yellow like plants." So he just started shooting them off, and like little touches like that add yeah. uh, a different element to the game, and like give tension, but yeah. in a quite a cool way that can trip you up. As, but as some of it just feels. This, it, it dawns on me that like Ubisoft just needed to buy the license to the film Evolution and make that this game. <laughs> Perfect like the fit. Thing that, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, that is a cool ass film. I sell, love that movie. Hang on, sell the Avatar license, buy Evolution. Let's think business here. Get David Duchovny in. <laughs> he's not Getting doing anything back. right let him whip his dick out Get he's still done. trying to convince them to make a third X-Files movie <laughs> yeah he needs the money he, he's just given them a spec script and it says at the top X-Files I still want to believe <laughs> see do, uh, do you know what I'd be all over an X-Files movie if they promised to do an X-Files movie that wasn't about aliens if it was an X-Files Hang movie on, it was what? like old school X-Files yeah. oh I see yeah, back well, it, it was yeah X-Files was like Monster of the Week yeah 
Dude, I watched that as a kid and it was amazing and it was terrifying. You just wanted but to then- fuck her. That's why Scu- you like Scully. It. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everybody went to the Ch- piece of Scully. Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Oh, Gillian she Anderson. was she was gorgeous. But still is. What am I talking? I'm not. I'm, she's not. Not that she's not anymore. That's a bit mean. Um, <laughs> but no, the old school X Files where it was like about the monsters and the weird shit. That was wicked. Yeah. And then when it got weird with his sister and it was all about aliens and stuff, I, I was like, okay, I don't. I'm not following it. I was also about ten, so kind of you know tough. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to watch some of those episodes with one eye closed. Me too, mate. Like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, really? I, I, used to, I used to do this. I don't know why. When, that's... when the old stretchy man. Oh, my God. So is it tombs? I don't know. Stretch there, out yeah, there, there was some weird shit, Jamie. Out, but anyway, Jamie, let, let, let's move on. What, what else have you been playing? Uh, it was Jonesy recapping. Oh, are you moving on to I'm me? done, I'm done. I'm finished. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, I guess I've got some good news then. Mm. Um, you know, but 2022, as we're going to get into a little bit, a uh, big year for new releases, and I think we as a group, just wanted to stay on top of all the hot new releases. Oh, yeah. We wanted to get early copies for things if we could and really just kind of like have our finger on the pulse of what the games industry was saying. So um, I'm really happy to be able to say that this week, just in time for the embargo dropping, I have been playing a, a load of um, Pokemon. Um, uh, really? Yeah, but, I've, but I've been playing... Did you uh, get the early Did you get early access? No, uh, Brilliant Diamond. That's the one that everyone's talking about, right? Uh, Brilliant no. Diamond? No, dude. It's the Pokemon game. You, you've got to catch them all. No, the o- that the, seems the o- to be the objective. The uh, Legends Arceus or some shit like that, like the open, the Breath no, of the Wild. No, 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 no. Oh. that, no, no, no. That's that's coming out next year, right? This is brilliant, brilliant Old diamond. I said to my mum, go to the you... game shop and get me the latest Pokemon <laughs> game. She's come back with brilliant diamond. Fire your mum. She's guffed it. Come on. Oh man, I need a new personal secretary now. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, though, like I have actually been playing Pokemon Brilliant Diamond because I got it for Christmas. Um, and that's the, the remake, right? Like the yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the remake. Diamond they and all Pearl are. were the they were on DS back in I think twenty thirteen. If that mm. by, something like that, maybe slightly earlier. I, I, I don't actually know. It's hard to keep track. Um, and yeah, it's just slightly unfortunate timing that Legends Arceus had its uh, review embargo drop this week. But this was literally just a matter of um, I finished uh, Metroid and I was like, oh, I'm just going to um, move on to the next Switch game I've got that's sealed and not being played. <laughs> and it turns out, like every other previous remake of a Pokemon game, this is a remake of a Pokemon game. And, <laughs> really? Uh, Did you catch them all? Um, well, actually, before I answer that question, I just want to sort of vet the audience here a little bit. Have either of you played a Pokemon game? Yes. Okay, uh, Chris, uh, Josie's played one. Chris, are you uh, familiar with the concept of catching them all? Yes, I am. Yes, okay, there's a Pokedex well, and you catch them. STDs, yeah. you catch them all, yeah? Yeah. Namibia, yeah. you know, exactly. gonorrhea. gonorrhea. There is, though, there is, though, a twist here mm, where um, they have catch either you. of you two. Well, no, no, it's even bigger uh, than that. Within the context of Pokemon, have you ever heard of the word gym or gyms, plural? No, jism. You, no, you they, mispronounce- they, they, every time you mispronounce it. Jisms, excuse me. Yes. Well, in this Pokemon game, there are eight jisms, and these yeah. jisms all have leaders, and defeating okay. these leaders will owe you the jism badges. Are these so jism kind of like this- leaders hard? Yeah, rock hard. Rock hard. They actually regularly use harden to increase the, the mm. degree to which they are mm. rock hard. And is it um, super effective? Yes. Mm. It's okay. super, always super effective. I think I've got the series down, fellas. And then they become confused and paralyzed immediately afterwards. <laughs> um, basically, it's it's kind of a it's a it's a really sort of like fascinating thing from like a game design perspective because it's kind of this push and pull between catching them all and collecting these 
uh, jizz and badges. Yeah. Um, and from what I gather, sort of talking to the uh, NPCs in the game who are filled with, you know, wonderful uh, dialogue that expands on the game's lore, there is some kind of um, four that are of an elite caliber um, that I hope to challenge uh, at some point in the near future. I get you. I get you. It, uh, like, okay, I haven't played Pokemon, but I used to watch the shit out of the Pokemon anime. Yeah. Well, for whatever you've pretty reason. much got it all. You've got so it what's all great right? about the Pokemon games is if you just take out names and colors, then the description of one Pokemon game is literally exactly the same for the next Pokemon. Not anymore. Yeah, which yeah, which is why on. people are so annoyed with Arceus, because for once it's not exactly the same and everyone's like yeah, blown their minds. I, I, will, I will say I'm... I'm was negative on that game in preview format, and I'm I'm glad it looks like I was wrong, at least based on critical consensus. Yeah. Although, hey, it's not like the critics have always get it right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was about to go on a whole game criticism rant there, but now's not the time. It's Pokemon. We don't need to. Yeah. Because um, I've also been playing something else, mm. which... Uh, uh, I, Chris, I'm I'm going to blame you for this. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a video game that I've been playing that's slowly ruining my life. Um, because I woke up uh, a few days ago in the middle of the night in a white-hot panic, sheets drenched with sweat, um, as I realized upon the aforementioned uh, review embargo of Pokemon Legends Arceus that we were mere days away from February mm. and the uh, release of just about every single video game known to man. Um, and my backlog for 2021 sits at about five or six games right now. Yeah. So I said, right, I've got to knuckle down I've got to focus on the games I've got on my to-do list. I've got to get things completed. Yeah. Tick them off, um, tick and, them off, tick them off. Yeah, exactly. And then just when I was about to start, Chris, you text me. <laughs> and um, you mentioned um, two words that would forever change the course of my existence. <laughs> vampire survivors. Oh, fucking vampire survivors, buddy. Fucking vampire survivors. Oh, um, Jonesy, you've got to get on the vampire survivors. I, I, did, vampire, I didn't get a text. It's going to ruin your life. I wasn't like, invited. Honestly, it's like, it's like fucking... Oxycontin. Your life is going to be you, you, like you might as well just abandon your children right now. It's give, like, give me, give me the blurb. I, I, I have been alive on God's green earth for twenty eight, <laughs> almost twenty nine years, and for the first time in my life, I truly feel like I know what Bono was talking about when he said, "I can't live with or without you." Yeah, he was yeah, talking yeah. about vampire survivors. Okay, but hold on, um, Jamie. Why don't Why don't you explain to Jonesy and the audience how I? Framed it to you. I can't remember how you framed it to me. I, I, I honestly have to look it up. Well, I, 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 know, I know that you told me it was addictive and that you could play it um, on basically any platform because you can play it on mobile, but it's also also available in browser uh, via itch. Yeah, and you can buy it on Steam for uh, three dollars. Yeah, so Some, it's a like pretty that. easy sell on on that. Well, like, yeah. I've just found someone t- saying that the Vampire Survivors is the best game of 2022 so far, which isn't saying much. Mm. But it's you know still you, you suck it, Pokemon. You'd be surprised, Jonesy. It, it, in yeah. its simplicity, it's fucking amazing. The way the way I sold it to Jonesy uh, to Jamie. Oh, and yeah, this, this is why I didn't uh, mention it to you, Jonesy, because like there was no in. I mean, it looks it looks shit. It looks absolutely honest. fucking horrid. Oh, it, it's just it, the graphics are disgusting, and that's what's so beautiful about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's one of these things, and, and the reason is okay because when you're talking about like. Uh, an addiction, okay? You can't just go willy-nilly just shouting it from the rooftops like, ah, fucking heroin, right? Like, you don't, you don't do that. You, you kind of, you look for the tracks on people's arms and you're like, heroin? Yeah, buddy, let's, let's, yeah, yeah. 
Do you know what I'm looking back? Looking at some of these things, I'm getting a weird kind of sense that I used to get when you guys used to play those clicker games back at work. <laughs> I'm so getting he's, that feel. Getting there, Chris. You, you, you getting that feel. You fucking nailed it. And I'd be like, "What are you doing?" And you're like, "We're making paper clips. We've been making paper clips for oh, like Universal 15 paper hours. Clips. Fucking one of the best games ever made." No, listen. So uh, yeah, I, I I like booted up Dota at one point, and and Jamie's little thing on Steam come up saying he's playing uh, Cookie Clicker Two. It's like, oh fucking. You biscuit. All right. Yeah. So he's playing cookie clicker. So I'm like, okay. Some time passes. I get introduced to this game. And I think to myself, you know what, Jamie? This is like a cookie clicker game in that like things keep on going up. You get better. You know, it, 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 to be fair, it's a roguelite. Okay. It's got basic elements of uh, a roguelite, rogue-like kind of game. So you play it, you die, you lose your progress. But there are certain things that kind of carry over. And the more you do and you unlock these things and it carries on and carries on and carries on. The reason I say it's like a cookie clicker is because you're a little vampire hunter and there are all these like undead things trying to kill you in the most basic AI terms. Like all that they were doing is they're just attracted to you. And when they collide with you, they deal damage. Like that's all it is. But you pick up all these weapons and you can pick up more weapons and more weapons and, you know, but you don't actually shoot any of these weapons. It's all automated. It's on a timer. All you do is move your character. So it's almost like a bullet hell in that sense. But it's like, in its simplicity, right. it's so fucking addictive. It's ridiculous. Go on, it sounds crap. It, it, it is crap, but it, it's so... You know, it's the you know best it, kind of crap, dude. It's like, it does the same thing that the clickers, clickers did in, in that it kind of, it's actually this weirdly troubling game because it makes you realise that for as much as we're about to spend the rest of the show talking about games that <laughs> will have had tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars spent on what they look like and how polished they are and so on and so forth, that fundamentally the thing that makes us engaged by video games and keeps us going back to video games are these very simple sort of like design philosophies that right. just keep feeding the part of your brain yeah. that needs those hits. <clears throat> you need progress, you need numbers to go up, you need things to get bigger and more elaborate and more messy, but in a good way. And that's exactly what this game is. It is just like, it is a essentially a, a, a passive roguelike where you're, like Chris said, when fundamentally the only input you have other than choosing how you're upgrading and upgrading and building out um that run is is moving and all the moving you're doing is trying to avoid enemies whose singular ai is to move towards you yeah <laughs> um, literally right. they it's, don't even have projectiles jonesy they're just they're just walking on screen i remember i put, right. chris sent me a link i played it and i was like oh I, okay I, I know what this is and i remember texting chris back and i was like Oh, I can see. I know why you like this. You like this because you like risk risk of rain, and you like uh, roguelites <laughs> that have like this big focus on accumulating lots of different weapons and abilities that build up over the course of one potentially surprisingly long run and culminate in you going from you know potentially a melee starter character into this character that has fifty different weapons that auto fire and auto aim for him as you just run around, which is what Risk of Rain has always looked like to me. Um, and this takes even less of the game it takes even more gameplay stripped from the risk of rain formula or any roguelike formula and just presents it as this weird like thing that looks like it took sprites out of castlevania and put them on some put a you know a block of grass and and <laughs> said jobs are good and, yeah i i will um, say to anyone watching yeah. like interested in what we are saying well you know if you want your life ruined by this heroine um don't just look at it on face value like there is a free version just go play it because you to 
to truly understand it, you need to play it. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, what a game. And, what a game, Jamie. It, it, it's the reason why that I, I haven't played an hour of Far Cry. I haven't started Resident <laughs> Evil. I haven't finished Cyberpunk. Um, Vampire, uh, just, uh, Vampire Survivors. Vampire yeah. Survivors. like, honestly, a I've, good video game. I've 100%ed it on my mobile, on the free version. And straight afterwards, I bought, got the, I bought the yeah. Steam version. It's, uh, I've, you, you know like, I'm, what I'm like, though. I've always had that thing about numbers coming out of heads. And I, because I don't like. It could turn the numbers off. See, no, but when you can see the maths behind the game, that's what kind of bugs me because I like the illusion that it's a game. And when you like get numbers coming out of heads, I'm like, okay, now I can see some of the working out, the, the engine behind it. I think if I played something like this, like with Cookie Clicker, it's like. There, there is are, no illusion. But it's, there are many like, numbers in this, I will say. Yeah. No, yeah. no, but, uh, you, but what I mean is like you can, it's, it's, it's not numbers, but it's like a, you're, you're barely having any input. Like cookie clickers eventually gets to the point where the only thing you do is you click on, as soon as you get, you know, oh, I've got enough money, you buy another factory and you could just automate that process. No, I you're, feel complete, like this, you're completely overlooking the metagame, Jonesy. That's such an <laughs> irresponsible statement to make. Like you're, you're overlooking... Uh, golden cookies you're overlooking the pantheon you're overlooking the farm you're overlooking the stock market you're overlooking the grandma apocalypse it's just an irresponsible thing to say yeah Yeah. sorry yeah you you probably didn't even get to the fucking singularity in uh, universal paperclips so how many times have you ascended how many heavenly cookies have you baked motherfucker yeah that's what i thought (laughs) Uh, the thing always got me (laughs) the thing always got me about cookie clicker was you would go i would go home leave it running all night yeah. like at work come in the next day and be like wow i've got five billion like i've made five billion cookies i've got so much money and then in like four clicks you spend all of it and yeah then, and then i'm like it just does the where the decimal point is doesn't matter anymore it's just irrelevant like it's just the the numbers are irrelevant well that's why and that's why the, this the reason feel cookie like. clicker is so good is because the numbers keep going up but they, uh, yeah, they that's do. That's all that matters. That's all that matters in life. The line goes up, you, okay? Yeah, right. hey, you know how you play <laughs> Destiny and you, you grind for that gun you always want and you get that god roll and it's an even higher power and you equip it in your inventory and your overall power level goes up and all the numbers go... It could be just as simple as buying a prism in Cookie Clicker. Just, <laughs> just, just click. Just click, baby. And the numbers go click. up. Just have a little click. Right, but like, honestly, to, to, to quote Jamie, uh, potentially the, uh, what did you say, Jamie? Like in the top 20 games of. <laughs> what, you oh, have, he, what did you say? Here's got to be the question. Ja- Jamie's played, but, you know, let's, let's connect these two things together because mm. I haven't played this. Jamie, have, yeah, Chris, you haven't I played Rainbow Six Extraction. What's better, Jamie? Vampire Survivors or Rainbow Six Extraction? What's better? See, now you're asking me that, and that's a really weird question to answer because that is a little bit. Um, no, no, this is the thing. This is what people get. This is what I always I, get annoyed I, I, about. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting far more joy and satisfaction out of Vampire Survivors. I'm far more addicted to Vampire Survivors. You um, heard it vam- here. Vampire yeah, Survivors. Again. If you wanted to buy both either of these games at full price, is far and away the value <laughs> proposition. But Vampire Survivors <laughs> is also silly. Like there is a tongue-in-cheek element to everything Chris and I have just right. said in the last ten yeah. minutes. Whereas Rainbow Six Extraction is a video game. Yeah. Like that's. I'm not trying to be facetious here, but you know. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. like in a week, like not um, even a week. Like we're not going to be talking about Vampire Survivors. No, exactly. Unless they push out an update. 
In I which mean, case, to be fair, apparently I was reading some art. So Vice wrote an Zombie article survivors. literally today or yesterday, and it was like telling this guy's story. And I think it's something crazy how he was the mod of he was a mod of some kind of MMO, or he was a part a leader in some kind of community. And something happened where he was either no longer a mod, or the community kind of dissipated. And he was basically so depressed to having lost his community, he decided to try and make a game that he would hope to build the community around one day. And he accidentally made an overnight success story. Yeah, amazing. And I fa- absolutely, I found amazing. the message, Chris. I described it as a late game of the year, twenty twenty one top twenty contender. Wow. I mean, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek as well because, yes, like, name top 20 games of 2021. Yeah, that is kind of hard. I mean, I, I, I think I... I, I, no, I, this, this, I played this, about 50 or 60 games last year, I think it was, in the end. Decent. Yeah, nice. Um, I'd probably make a top 20 out of it. But yeah, like, I, I think if you've got, like, £2, $3, like, lying around, like, you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of this if that is your type of thing. Like, for me, when I was playing this, it, it's almost like... Because it's such a stripped-back, like example of what a game can be but it's almost like in its complexity being so low but the enjoyment factor being so high like i'm gonna be and this is no hyperbole i got super super fucking inspired thinking about my you know my game idea we've all got game you know the game you want to make yeah and you were like because you thought i could make this and if oh, I can make this, let me tell you, anyone can make this. But the thing is, you have to have the idea. Well, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, it, no, Chris is right. Yeah, totally. like you could open up Game Maker Studio and make this, and, and you know, if you don't care about what the graphics look like, if you just put blocks and squares and triangles, you, you'll fucking you'll make this in two days. Like, yeah, I I had a similar thing where like you you just reminded me, Chris, like by mentioning Game Maker, Game Maker was the tool that I thought I'd try and sort of like spent a bit of time getting to grips with this was probably about five or six years ago now yeah. where one of my new year's resolution was to was to start learning some um some like coding basics and yeah. sort of like stuff like that and i was using game maker a lot and i think that was at the time where it was like oh they used game maker to make hotline miami i can make something like that you know because that also had a sort of fairly simple almost yeah. crude art style do you know what like last year chicory a colorful tale was made in Game Maker. And I was like, I never would have guessed that you could do that. So it's, there are still really oh, cool yeah. success that, stories coming out of that software. Dude, r- r- well, the first Risk of Rain was made in Game Maker Studio. Yeah. I can Man. see, I could believe that with Risk of Rain. I don't know. Something about Chicory that was like, wow, Game yeah. Maker, huh? Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, dude, like, go on, Jonesy. Like, just try the free one on your phone and let's, let's get a, an oh, yeah. update next week. You, All right, you, I'll have a, yeah, I'll have exactly. a little. I'll have a little go. And if I'm like, insanely tired black bags under the eyes because i couldn't put it down i'm blaming both of you Fair. yeah it also means that vampire survivors passes the uh the super show test which means was this game good enough to be talked about two weeks in a row yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um i wonder how, how many things have been sold of vampire survivors vampire survivors. <sighs> i don't know uh, I, 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 sale. It's a, it is a weird one because again like you can play you can get everything you want out of it for free. Yeah, I think. Um, hmm. It's good. I will say that. It, so it, the reason we called it like a like a twenty twenty one game it actually came out mid December. But looking at right. it now, yeah. IGN wrote an article about it ten hours ago. Rock Paper Shotgun wrote an article about it two days ago. Eurogamer one day ago. Polygon two hours ago. So like the media picked it up in the last forty eight hours. Yeah. Well, according um, to Steam database. 
Uh, so Steam DB. Um, twenty three thousand seven hundred eighty three players in game at the moment. Ah, um, <sighs> pe- people are going to get annoyed at me just saying this, but it feels like uh, you're saying, "Oh, we won't be talking about next week." But then by the end of the year, is it going to be a game where it's people start saying "Game of the Year, Game of the no, Year," and then no. it's going to like like with Undertale back when that happened? No, Undertale could deserve it. No, Undertale could deserve it. No, but this come is, on, bro, this is like, like no, this it is, didn't. Well, no, you'll be you'll be in you'll be in ridiculous. Like Undertale and Vampire Survivors are not the same. I think Vampire Survivors knows what it is, and everyone playing it knows what it is. If someone wants okay. to personally identify as having it be one of their ten favorite gaming experiences of the year, then that's their prerogative. But like, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, it, this it, is this isn't Undertale. This is like Undertale's a fucking video game. Yeah, whereas this is just like this is just the time sink. Is is r- truthfully what it right, is? Right. Okay. This is this is dopamine the game. Yeah. Right. Well, like I said, I I've, I haven't played it, so I don't know. I don't know how far down the game route it goes, but um, I'm 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 just kind of interested to find out. So try, you know, try we'll that, dude. Like, week. you know, you got nothing to lose, everything to gain until after you Except gain time. everything, you lose it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but fellas, the, uh, just yeah, moving forward, I played one other game, and then we can go into the actual. Just an you know an hour and fifteen minutes later, we'll go into the actual fucking thing of the thing. Um, I played some Sekiro on stream. Yes, Twitch.tv forward slash Hot Panic. You know, um, but yeah, it's been like two months that I haven't like since I last streamed. So it's good to kind of get back in the seat. And obviously, going back to Sekiro is always kind of like daunting for me. Uh, but I'm mm. at the end game. Okay, uh, I only had three bosses left to kill, and I did actually manage to kill one of them on the Sekiro stream when I was getting back to grips with the game. So I was quite impressed with myself. But now all that's nice. left is uh, Demon of Hatred and then the final boss, Sword Saint Ishin. So, you know. Yes, fun, and fun I, did, I, did go, I did go back and watch the VOD. Boom, there I we go. confirm. Including um, the attempt in which you died as the window to kill him opened. Yes, fuck. I, I could have torn the house down, honestly. But anyway, yeah, that's... That's that's you haven't I've, got long, mate. I know, I know. I really don't have long because the idea was finish Sekiro, jump into Elden Ring, um, and I, I looked at my game, like my playtime on the last save, and it's like eighty six hours, which is way, <laughs> way wow. above anything that it says. Like even completionist on how long to beat is like yeah, seventy hours. Yeah, I mean, you know. yeah, but that, like, that's you know, what, it's, it's what it is when you die. Yes, it's my first Souls game. Come on, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and you leave quite a long time between plays as well. Like, you you don't give yourself like, like I think those people that you know who say, oh, it takes this long to finish. That's yeah. If you sit down and you play it over like a few months or like a couple of weeks, then sure, because you're kind of in that mindset. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like Souls games, especially are games where if you if you leave months in between playing them, it takes you a while to get back into the 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 like the, the flow of it again and to get back into that kind yeah. of thing. And, you know, you're going to lose you're, a few times. You're very kind to say that, although I do think maybe I spent 40 hours just trying to kill one fucking boss. General Genichiro, <laughs> like that fucking bottleneck, it killed me. But anyway. It's going to be mental when the, when the time comes to stream that final boss. Like, I don't know how much time you're going to lay out for that stream to take place in. Like, you just have to create an eight-hour window where you say to your family, get out the house, leave the country. <laughs> leave well, that's, that's kind of what I did on... on my birthday last year, I did a birthday stream where I was like, I'm going to take like four to six hours and I'm going to tackle Ornstein and Smo on Dark Souls. And I beat them like within an hour. Decent. Mm. I was like, okay, fine. Um, yeah. 
But and that was meant to be like the hardest. Well, we used to put them as the hardest boss in any Soulsborne game. Yeah, when we used to make lists for ATG. Yeah. Right? And don't get me wrong, they're they're hard, but I don't think they're the hardest. Mm. Uh, but maybe I was just maybe I was just lucky. I don't know with my build or whatever. Ah, but anyway, fellas, you know you're talking about Souls, and obviously the the biggest game for me coming. I'm just going to get it out of the way now. Is going to be Elden Ring coming out on the 25th of February. Uh, so I've got until yeah. then to kind of finish Sekiro. I don't know how I'm going to do it. And then Elden you got Ring, less than a month. Yeah, less than a that month. That's big. It, it's crazy, and obviously, like it's it's getting into you know the the game has gone gold. There, it's been confirmed that they're working on a day one patch. Uh, you know, just kind of like squashing a little few extra bugs, etc. So it's happening. Like it's it's fucking the done deal. <laughs> and it's uh, real. I, oh. It feels like it actually happened really quickly. Like I know it didn't. But the, the you know it feels like when people were talking about Elden Ring and then like suddenly there was Elden Ring and oh it's coming out that felt like quite a short amount of time given like what it could have been. Um, so, I mean, kind of. I mean, it kind of was. Yeah, like, it, because it was about, kind of a long a long lead up and then suddenly yeah. everything seemed to sort yeah, of like, it disappeared yeah. for ages and then came back and was ready to go surprisingly quickly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, which is kind of the way I'd like things to be done. Like I guess. It's better than that, like drawn out, yeah. like every year oh, you get an update. Like the sub- cyberpunk like, kind of thing, which was like mental, yeah. uh, or even like No Man's Sky thing was like mental as well. But you know, for, for me, the ideal thing would be like the Fallout Four way of doing things. Like, hey, here is the game that you never knew we were working on, and guess what? It's coming out in three months' time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby, let's fucking go. Or even well, better, the Apex Apex Legends way of doing it. It's like, here are all your favorite streamers playing the game, and it's available in three days' time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Or the uh, the seems to be the hot trend of 2022, which is, hey, here's this brand new game we're announcing. We're hiring the people that are going to start making it now. <laughs> yeah. See you in seven years. Yeah. God. What? what yeah. So the latest one was Crisis Four. There was um, yes all the Star Wars games. Yes, Respawn are making uh, EA and Respawn are making three different Star Wars games simultaneously. Yeah. Um, like how big is fucking Respawn? Yeah. Splinter I used to get Cell, pissed off. With- Sorry, when it was just the logo, I used to get annoyed, and now it's like not even the logo; it's just the 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 hiring intention. The intent. Yeah, the intent. Yeah. The intent. Uh, Bl- oh, Blizzard with their fucking new yeah. announced survival game. Uh, like, yeah, which again, like I've, I like anecdotally, very good things have been like. I Jason Schreier put a tweet out and yeah, said like, that. "Hey, it's worth noting, like even against sort of really begrudging former Blizzard employees, like everyone I've spoken to only has good things to say about both." this team and this idea, yeah. which is something, I guess. Yeah. But still, but yeah, like that's like unannounced game that we seek, we're seeking talent. <laughs> yeah, please come help us yeah. build it because we have no yeah. fucking idea what it is. But one thing we do know what it is, is fucking Elden Ring. It is a fucking thing and I cannot, I cannot wait. I cannot wait and I cannot wait. And I hope you guys get it sucked into the hype and you jump in and then we can do some co-op shit shenanigans. <sighs> I just wish it wasn't coming out. I don't know if this is the same for you, Josie, but it's just in such a tricky month. Oh, it's it's a massively tricky month, dude. Yeah, it's it's absolutely horrendous. Like I I was thinking at the end of last year, or a bit earlier actually, I was thinking like I might actually pick up Elden Ring like, on release and just give it a good go. But just I oh yeah, no, it's not going to happen, dude. There's it's too how, much other. It's stuff coming. Out. It's coming out twenty fifth of February. We're talking uh, fucking. Dying Light 2, 4th of February, Horizon Forbidden West, 18th of February, even the fucking uh, largely unknown quantity of the Crossfire X campaign on the 10th of February. Like, there's so yeah. much coming. And that's, like, just the ones we've picked. Uh, Seafood's in February as well. 
Fuck yes. Yeah. And like, and again, for finance, for financially, Pokemon Legends Arce- Arceus might as well be in February too. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's mad. It's mad. But that, that's honestly, Dying Light, uh, Dying Light, Elden Ring is my number one game for next year. It, which is interesting because potentially it's a, you know, we're going to go through some of them. It's like it's it's a fucking mental year this year. This year could be on record to be the best fucking year ever. Yeah. I, you're really worrying me, like by going off hard this, like on the in January. Like you haven't even played any of these just, yet. And you're like, oh, it's going to be such a great year. Like I hope yeah. it will be too. But this seems like I think I what I worry. I worry you set I, yourself I, up. I know this sounds. The only like the I know this sounds like a silly thing to say, but like when you think about the best games of twenty twenty one, like just gone, there weren't that many things that were like sure for like I, 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 everyone's game of the year was different, but like Deathloop, like we didn't really know what we were gonna get, get gonna get, and like Psychonauts, it's like mm. the original was great, but it was so long ago. Can they recapture it? And it's niche, and then, you know, it's niche, and it, yeah, and it's niche, and it's like Metroid Dread. Like, what does a two D? It's probably gonna be really solid, but what does a two D Metroid? But it's like none of those games feel the same to me as like a God of War sequel. Yeah. Like, what can a God of War sequel get wrong? A God of War sequel has to get so much wrong to even be an average game, let alone a bad one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, we'll get there when we get there, the, but like, the, that's why there's an element of me. Stacked. No, I, I, I don't disagree, though, but I do think there's a difference in that you, uh, by virtue of being a God of War game, for example, like, just by not being great, God of War could get it wrong. Do you see what I mean? Like, I think you go into the and year you, with, like, such and, high hopes. And you know what? Funnily enough, We'll get the when we get to that conversation. I'll make this point, but you are you are touching on the one thing that I think could go wrong for God of War. But that's a little teaser for when we get oh, to that discussion. Okay. Well, look, let, let's let's kind of stick to the the things that you guys are saying might keep you away from my best game, which would be Elden Ring. But like, I know both of you are really fucking big into Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, fucking, you know, they you they, they just had some gameplay uh, released. Yes. Yeah. IGN started their previews, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've had the first, I think it's four hours they got to play or something. I can't remember how long they had with it. I think it was, um, uh, but they they weren't starting from the very get-go. They were starting like a little bit into the campaign and they, um, I've watched a few of their play-alongs that they've done and and this is, this is, it's a weird one because I know like having said, just said that about like God of War and like saying, oh, it's an unknown quantity, but I am so hyped for, uh, for um, Horizon Forbidden West. Like I, even watching that, the you know the the them talking about the first four hours that they've played of that game, like it just looks like everything is going exactly where you want it to go. Yeah, like I yeah. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Yeah, um, I watched an IGN preview, and one of the things that the uh, person who wrote it said, um, and it's a little bit cliche, but it still tracks. You know, over a decade later which is that um, Forbidden West has the potential to be this series Assassin's Creed 2 in so much as you kind of, if you look at open world games as existing on a spectrum and, you know, on one end of the spectrum you have cool, ambitious games but that maybe weren't that refined because they were a first attempt, like a Days Gone or a Death Stranding. And the far end, you have games that are too far gone because they're in sequel oblivion, like where Assassin's Creed and Far Cry are at there are often games that hit that sweet spot in the middle and it's usually like a second or a third entry where it's just like, no, our fundamentals were so fucking sound uh, and all we did is just make sure everything's better and like you look at what 
Horizon Forbidden West is offering in the preview circuit right now, and you look at what they say they're doing and mix and match that with how much I enjoyed that original game, they could be heading towards something that's like really, really very strong. And I think that world looks beautiful. I think that we could be talking about this as one of, if not the best-looking home console game in terms of visual fidelity, maybe ever. I'd, again, I, I don't know that. I'm sure there'll be some debate, but I yeah. think it, I think it has a really strong look. And I just love, especially what they're saying about the open world, about the, the making an open world that feels more like. I think if there's something you could say about Horizon, it's that when you weren't fighting the the robot dinosaurs, whatever you want to fucking call them, when you're walking around like small towns or interacting with NPCs, they didn't always feel that alive. They didn't pop, and they're doing a lot more now to. NPCs and their visuals and their animations and their routines and the way they react to Aloy, where I really think that we could start getting into really cool territory on the open world elements of Forbidden West. And then you combine that with what I already thought was stunning combat for a game with essentially one weapon. And I and I loved right. it for 30 hours straight. Like there's some really cool stuff going on there and I can't wait to play it. And it's so it's so cool that it's so close. It's kind of shocking in a weird way. One thing, I th- the difference with Horizon, and I, I hope you know what I mean when I say this, it does, I, I don't think it's going to be like a 10 out of 10 game, like everyone's going to give it a 10 out of 10. Right. I feel like, though, it could just be an insanely good 8 out of 10. Like, it could be a game that you play it, and it is, it's very, very good. It does everything better than the original. It's fantastic. It's a bigger world. It looks fantastic, like everything Jamie just said. And you're like, damn, that was an amazing um, game. Yeah. And you sit there for the whole time, like whatever it is, like 50 hours or something. And it probably will leave you coming away thinking, if it was anything like the original, it'll may, I'll come away thinking, wow, what an amazing game. But if you said to me, was it like a 10 out of 10 game? I'd be like, mm. no, probably not. Like it was damn good. And I enjoyed yeah. everything it did. But I, but it wasn't something that made me say like, "Wow, this is the pinnacle of gaming." Like I've never, yeah. I haven't played anything as good well, as this. For, for something all three of us have played, it's like the Spider-Man games, right? They're not right. revolutionary, but they're just they're just I see, damn yeah. good yeah. high eights, you know? Yeah. Yes, but and, that's and, what I really want out of like yeah. Horizon Forbidden West. And it's something that you almost kind of like in in terms of Spider-Man is like you want to go back and play it. Mm. You want to go back and play because you just like I just like swinging around. It just know, feels like, good. It just yeah. feels it, it feels fantastic feels good. and the, it looks fantastic. It's no the, vampire survivors, but <laughs> the funny thing about um, Forbidden West to me, I, I, look, I didn't play the first Horizon, so I don't know. Like, but what it seems to me is, I remember there was this one anecdote about um, the Volkswagen Golf Six, I believe it was, where the guy in charge of Volkswagen at the time was said to the engineers that were making the car, they said, "Take the Golf." five and make it 10 percent better across every single metric he's like that's all you have to do and that's what they right, did right and it, it's almost like because the because uh, i'm talking about the golf gti um the golf gti fucking solid car has been a solid car since the very first iteration and each year it just kind of gets better in different ways and golf 5 gti was like this car is fucking great and just make it 10 percent better and you're fucking golden that's all you need to do obviously it will take you know, that's not an easy thing to say or do, but it kind of seems like Forbidden West is that. It's almost like take what you had, keep all the good elements and just make them that incrementally better. Hmm. Yes, because the, because the risk is to, to get a game to go from like Horizon, the original, to get to, to make it go from like a really good solid eight to a 10, <clears throat> you would have to take so many risks and change fundamental things that would be 
risk it'll be risky it'll be potentially dangerous because if you don't hit it right and you get it wrong you could end up with a game which is not as good as the original and everyone's like oh what like what have you done but all you need to do like exactly like you said just improve everything by 10 percent, and you will have such a great experience with such a fantastic looking game and a great world like with all of that stuff improved you don't need to say hey we're going to make the best game you ever played you just have to make it 10 percent across every metric better than horizon zero dawn and you will have a phenomenal game yeah yeah, mm, yeah, that's it, right? Uh, another game that it that could be the way that they're kind of looking at it, and we haven't seen too much about it, but you know, we kind of touched on it before. But God of War Ragnarok, fellas, like, okay, yeah. it doesn't have an official release date, all right? It, it's kind of unknown, but we we have been told it's this year, twenty twenty two. I'd be very disappointed if it wasn't at this stage. Um, yeah, again, yeah. unless they're cooking up something beyond everything that we've come to expect from that game and everything that we've been shown thus far when we have been shown bits and pieces. Here yeah. And there. yeah. Well, I'm still sticking to like, we'll have it at least within the scope of Q2. That's still my kind of feeling and hope, but who knows? I mean, I've been wrong before, but I have been right mm. before as well. So, you know, flip a coin, take a gamble. Yeah, man. I kind of feel like it will be pushed. Wow. But it can't. This is why it doesn't have a release date yet, because it can't be pushed uh, officially. No, no, like, to unless next year. It, oh, to next year. I I don't know why. Like I've, there was always a weird feeling, like with Ragnarok, that they 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 came out and they were like, oh, it's coming out, it's coming out this year, this like last year, and it was like that's impossible. Yeah. Like how is that yeah, possible? We'd only seen a logo at that point. Exactly, and then they showed some gameplay, but even the game, even like the vertical that they showed of the gameplay, kind of felt. I don't know why, but it didn't feel like the same that they were following the same path that they did with um, God of War. It, it felt like they were, I don't know, it felt like one of those weird kind of slices of a game that you're used to seeing from like, uh, you know, oh, five, ten years down the line, we're going to finally release this. Like it was bits, tiny little bits. It wasn't like a big old exciting um, release. It was It was just made me feel I, I, a little bit more weird. I, I it was like snatches from I, 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 I took the opposite away from that. I don't think you promote God of War, a sequel to God of War, with... Five second slices of of, a, of, a, of things you haven't built yet. When I watched that trailer, I was yeah. like, "This game is closer than we." I thought. think yeah, we talked exactly. about it. It, 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 it wasn't a vertical slice at all. It, it was like, "This is the game," and they've taken <sighs> elements from it because, like, you do. A I'm vert- sure that's vert- why they did it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. that's why they did it like that. Yeah. Well, that, that's the reason why I think it's like it's fucking close, but but they don't. <sighs> I, I don't think they want to cannibalize on the interest in Horizon Forbidden West as an example. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be yeah, surprised yeah. if. They have Forbidden West come out, and then they have a PlayStation fucking yeah. state of play thing. Also, like you know, they've had such a weird couple of years. Like you think back to, I know COVID ended up messing it up even more. But do you remember when they did that thing where um, they had a Last of Us Two preview event where all the journalists were invited, went and played the Last of Us Two. It was when it was meant to come out in February. Yeah. And then two days after the event, everyone went back with their footage, uploaded to the site, and places were like, actually, it's coming out in May now. <laughs> Sorry. And then May became June because of COVID, which yeah. is separate. But it's almost like they're in a position with God of War. It's like, you don't need to say say it until you know. That's it's exactly what they did with Horizon. Yeah. They kept us, they were like, oh, it could. Do you remember when Herman Holst did that interview? It's like, oh, it might be done in time for <laughs> fall of 2021. It wasn't. Yeah. They waited. They didn't give us a release date. They didn't make us excited for that. It never got delayed. And they were like, well, now it's February 18th and it's gone gold without a single delay. I think that's the precedent they want to set. Yeah. I I mean, I, t- I take what you guys are saying and you could you could absolutely be right. For me, it feels weird, though, to have the, the PR stuff and all the, the way that they've done Horizon. 
and the way that they've like you had pretty traditional right so you get the trailer then you get the, or you get the cinematic trailer then you get the gameplay trailer then you got a few hours of this and then you got a few hours of that and then you've had people playing the game and you've had this and that's not out until 18th of feb with ragnarok i mean unless i've missed something you had like the logo release then you had a big gap then you had this almost like this vertical slice thing which fair like i completely get what you mean like, i don't know what like the, the vertical there was a trailer no, What's but the vertical slice thing? It didn't feel like it. I don't know. It felt like more a vertical, like... A vertical slice is something that is like a result of you still prototype. This is a sequel. No, like, I... What, I, what, what, what's course. it a slice of? I, do you know what it is? It was the difference between the trailer that we got, the gameplay trailer that we got in the original God of War that was kind of like much more story-based and like this is a chunk of the game and we're going to introduce the characters. The one they like the, faked at E3. The yeah, one that, that was, that was yeah. a vertical slice. No, that was, that was. Yeah. But this... And I understand why they now can say, oh, hey, we've got this game, it's done. Here's a look at this, here's a look at this, here's a look at this. And that would have been fine if they hadn't then subsequently released a trailer where they didn't even show off any of the main characters except for like tweeting out images of the characters, not even showing them in game, which I found really odd. That, I was like, why are you showing, me getting, in, why are you showing me getting in and out of a boat, climbing around, fighting enemies in all these different no, environments? I, I think that but, stuff was fine, yeah, Jensie, but, but I, The I, only I, person they didn't show was Thor. That's the only I, thing you've referenced. Yeah, there. but but nah, they, was, they, was, they, 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 they cut a trailer without Thor, and so they showed there was a snatch bit of another dude who's the giant. They showed you, you caught a bit. Yeah, is it Tyr? You caught yeah, a bare glimpse of him stand up, and that was it. You didn't get any like oh, that. Fuck off, bare glimpse. They it was a trailer. I just I wanted more. Like the amount I've seen of Aloy in her world doing shit. She's the protagonist. You <laughs> like? I needed more. I'm sorry, but actually, if you accumulate the amount more. of screen times, but screen time that Tear is given compared to Aloy, then they then they did the whole tweeting thing where they just tweeted out the pictures of the characters like they were, and it felt like they weren't ready to show them, so they tweeted them. They out, tweeted. They tweeted out like, character art, and there was only one character that they tweeted out. Character the most important art for that wasn't in the game, and he's the because he's the main villain. Plus, he was effectively shown because you just saw the Mjolnir shot, and we all know who it is. Oh, I don't yeah. think it's coming out till next year. I think there's some shenanigans. The, the, the fundamental, the funny thing is, like shenanigans. You could, be, you could be right. It might not come out in 2023, yeah. which is why I'm not going to like challenge you on that. But the reason it wouldn't come out, are like all your weird tin four hat conspiracies about vertical slices, and oh, they only showed a glimpse of tit, and the, they've got a drawing of Thor, but they didn't show us it. Like, like I feel that, like they are not. This is as, completely like a, a speculation I, that's not based on anything we've ever seen. In, like, oh, no, it is no. absolute speculation. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But I don't. I feel like they're nowhere near as far along as everyone thinks they are. That like everyone thinks the game's ready to come out. Basically, like Chris said, where well, you said Q two, right? You think like Q two? Yeah, I think like. Out. Let me put it this way: day one of Q three, God of War would have been out already. I'd go slightly later. I'm, I'm thinking September. That's my guess. And, and that's it's unknown quantities here, fellas. But just the the overwhelming feeling I get from showing off that kind of trailer that they did in, in that, because I know what you're saying, Jones, like, you know, usually they have the, like the cinematic trailer and then they release the gameplay trailer, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of like, oh, okay. And then maybe they do like a preview where they just go through kind of like game systems like they did with uh, Forbidden West. They, but, right. but I think the reason that they did it this way round is because it's just a lot closer than we think it is. And it's, it's just kind of like, it's, they're just trying Unless they're else. Ubi in it. 
unless they're Ubi in it and they're doing the weirdest kind of like, oh, we've made a game, it's come out. Did you not realize it had come out? It has come out. It's out, by the way. And we're all like, why would you do that I with think, like one of the biggest games think, on PlayStation 5? I think we're like, getting, we're getting, we, we've spent more time talking about true. when or if the game then comes the out for the game. game. <laughs> like, maybe, I, yeah, I worry no, we're fair, getting fair. lost in Mate, the weeds okay, a little bit. Okay, you, you want to talk about the game? I have said God of War Ragnarok is like tied for the game of the generation. And I would say it's definitely the game of PS4. Like, oh, sorry, the original God of War. The original, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, right. What, the 20, what was 2016? 2018. 2018, yeah. Yeah, 2018. 2018, Yes, yeah, because yeah, it was Doom 2016, 2018. Um, yeah, like, I, I, I can argue with anyone that God of, War, God of War 2018 was the best game and the defining game on the PS4. And now you're talking about a fucking sequel? And, and if we take the idea of, like, if they went to Horizon devs, Guerrilla Games, and, and, and said, like, it's just 10% better, and you tell me that they're going to make the defining game of the PlayStation generation, in my opinion, if they're going to make it even just 10% better, it's like, just take all my semen out of my body right <laughs> now. Like, oh, yeah. dude, come like, on. Jonesy, you're, you're deep in thought. I feel like the, the tinfoil hat is... No, no, is it? Removed. I, I know what Jones is in, and and, and <laughs> no. it, it is it is an issue, and I think maybe something you alluded to as well, Jamie. But like, well, I, I mean, yeah, I've got some thoughts. Okay, but I'll let Jonesy so, share his. We, we talk about Horizon <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West. You talk about uh, the original one, and it, it was good, but like we said, by by all metrics, it wasn't like oh, this is fucking the game of ge- the generation. For some people, right. it was sure, but like, I think fundamentally, it was like a rock solid pillar of PS4, but it wasn't like the top. But now you right. talk about God of War Ragnarok and you kind of think to yourself, okay, well, fucking Icarus, right? You fly too high to the sun. Eventually, the fucking wax on your wings starts melting and you fall down. It's like, if God of War stumbles, it's a lot further to kind of tumble down than say something like Horizon. In my opinion. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, so the only thing that worries me about God of War, because God of War, damn good game, like, you know, really liked it. I, I wouldn't, I'd probably not quite agree with you that it was the game of the generation, but I, I thought it was very, very good. One of the problems I have, I and I had at the time of playing the um, first one, thinking about the sequel, was that they'd put themselves in a tricky position for a sequel, because they now have to do, they, they already have their world, they have the hub, everything kind of has to be tied back to that, they're, they're in the middle of a story, and I always think a sequel is so much harder to do than the first one because the first one does so much heavy lifting for you because you get to do the setup, you get to do the character introduction, you get to do like the introduction of the powers, you get to do all of that good shit that everyone loves. Like we all get so excited about an origin story, about an origin movie. And you got to do that uh, in spades with, um, with God of War. You got to introduce whole new um, like pantheon of gods and all that sort of stuff and and meet like um, uh, all these amazing characters. I feel like they've got, a big task ahead of them to go from that point to go to like you were saying to get to the same position they were at with the how people felt about god of war why do you feel like that's more of a challenge for sony santa monica than it is for gorilla like why were those <laughs> concerns not raised for horizon forbidden west because gorilla had all gorilla had was a um it, it finished in the sense of like it had an idea for a sequel so you had the blight and you knew that the blight was going to be a thing but that was like it They've gone to a whole different world. They can introduce a whole load of stuff. They can develop characters. Literally, God of War has the world set up. Like you've got that that hub world in the middle with the doors that can access the regions. 
I don't think they're going to just stop they've, you from they've accessing con- They've the confirmed new regions, though. Oh, and of course, as they, in the original, like they, in God of War, you have the doors you couldn't go through because they were, they didn't have access to them. Yeah. But then my thinking with this, with the sequel is like, okay, so now do you just take the hub world that you had in the original and open those doors so that I can tread old ground, but there's nothing to do in the old ground? Or do you somehow have to stop me being able to go into any of the old places and just go to the, do you see what I mean? There's some weird questions there that I, I've, I, I don't know how they're going to, what they're going to do. I'm interested to um, find out. I think it's a trickier prospect, is what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think Horizon goes, we're going to the Forbidden West. We have everything new. We can do whatever the hell we want. Like, we just have the world is, you know, the style, if yeah. you like. The cat, the robot I, dinosaurs I, are the only things the same. I, I, I get what you mean. That Like, one of the things God of War has to work around is it doesn't have the privilege of being able to create an entirely new map. But if you told me that, you know, that uh, where's, uh, where's As- the Asgard is in this game, which I presume it will be because that's one of the right. destinations, yeah. right? Yeah. And that Asgard is, you know, X times the size or X times the level of detail as Niflheim, but also now Niflheim is you can return to all the places that were in the previous one, but they've all, like, you go to a different part of those realms now. You never go to the same place. Like, you think about Helheim, which in the story you visit for, like, one very explicit purpose and, yeah. you know, you go there, you do a thing, you kind of come back and it's like, there is room for flexibility there. Or to explore, I, I, yeah. yeah, and I, I, I don't. And I also just—it's almost also, like you have, you also, have to navigate, just, those, you have to navigate that, those challenges. Is the, yeah, I but, but I also just question. think that like we're giving God of War a like, and rightly so, but we're giving God of War a bigger uphill challenge of reju- reviving and rejuvenating and and keeping those ideas interesting because. The first time we saw them, it made a bigger first impression. Yeah. We're not sitting here talking about, oh, how a gorilla going to make that roster of uh, robot dinosaurs more interesting second time around? Because I'll give you a clue. I can't remember the name of a single one of them. I can't <laughs> remember the name of Aloy's friend. I can't remember the name of the land that Horizon's set in. I can't remember Aloy's like dad's name. I can't remember any of that shit. I, remember, I know who Aloy is, and I know she fights robot dinosaurs. But with God of War, I still feel like I know that world and those characters like the back of my hand. If that's the reason why God of War has a slightly more uphill challenge of keeping those ideas interesting and fresh second time around, then yeah, you're right. But it's not a bad problem. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. It's, it's, like we were saying before, if they, over- if they manage to answer all those questions, they could end up with an amazing game. I think they just have a hard... You're saying, like, what's the difference between Gorilla and Santa Monica? I think they have a harder challenge ahead of them because not only do they have to make a kick-ass, like, you know, an amazing game, do everything right, they also have to navigate what they've already laid down in the original whereby Horizon kind of just says, well, it's in a new world, so we can do whatever we want. I think I think you're overestimating the extent to which, like, God of War will be handicapped in its ability to explore equivalent new worlds. I, just, I suppose my only, I'm, I'm sure they will. I'm sure it'll be great. But my only question is, I wonder how they. I just wonder how they're going to do it. Because I remember in the, when I played God of War, I, I walked around that area thinking, this is kind of weird that they've they've um, walled off areas that are obviously going to be in a sequel. And I was like, how are they? And I was then thinking, how are they going to integrate the sequel into the into the first one? Because I was like, oh. And then it kind of made me yeah, wonder, like, am I going to be able to you, do it? You am walk I? up, you walk up to the big circular thing, you uh, you pull the thing, and the door opens, and you walk through, <laughs> and bang, you're in Asgard. Mate, like, you were like, you were right. You should be a game dev. You've got you do have all the answers. No, make but it I, good. I, I, I think and the if point, it's not good, make it better. I think the point walk is up, like go through the door. These are smart people. They obviously know what they're doing. And at the end of the day, it's not going to matter because you're just going to have so much fun playing that fucking game. Yeah. Oh well. The, 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 if you believe the, the, the thing the, about the, the fact they fucked it the first time around. 
What? What? Which thing? What was the rumor? Was they fuck? They completely fucked the game originally, and then they. Oh right! It was in a it was in a bad state, wasn't it? There was the story that um, Shu Yoshida went to play it pre-release and was like, "Yeah, this uh, this ain't it. This ain't it, Chief." The thing I was gonna say, like the other I alluded to earlier, is that the the only kind of caveat I applied to God of War Ragnarok, which. I'm in a similar boat to Chris for the record, which is I consider the first one to be one of the best games of that entire generation. And I think that this is like, when I break it down, the single most, like my, my most anticipated title. Um, there is a, a, there is a thing like when you do so much so well the first time round, and this kind of ties into what Jonesy was saying, although I'm less focused on the world and environmental elements and more focused on sort of like gameplay fundamentals. Like, they did so much so well. Like, how much better the, can the Leviathan axe feel this time round? And like, is adding new combos a, like sufficient? Like, mm. maybe not. And like, if like, and, I, and again, I don't want to have a, like a weird double standards thing. <laughs> That's not going to be a bad thing, and it's not going to make the game worse. But I do think that when this game releases, I think it will review very well. Um, but I think there will be a portion of the audience who simply because it is the sequel to a game that is so good as that original game was will be like, well, it, it's f- technically worse. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you if mean. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like, like there, that, and there are interesting questions like, is there going to be uh, like spo- minor spoiler, but is Kratos th- going to get a third weapon in this game? And if not, like. You know, will the will the will the axe and the blades suffice? Jamie, and, Jamie, and Jamie, come here, come here, come here. Come I'm here. I'm listening. Go, no, get, I'm, okay. Getting close. Getting I don't, don't want to get too close. Getting like, close. Uh, what do we do? I'm... Wait, wait. Two axes. I mean, that would actually be really fucking cool. <laughs> but the, do, you, do you want to know the way I think they circumvent it? Mm. Um, and uh, like, because there's the Kojima fan in me that hopes this is true in some respect. As long as it's not, as long as it's done well. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be some bullshit. Like, I think there's going to be some real, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming bullshit. Um, oh, I know, where uh, the, where, the, where the we play as tier. The good kind of bullshit. Yeah, I th- whether it's playing as tier, whether it's playing as an, an adult Atreus, whatever it is, like, we, we already know that uh, even though this is the second game in the rebooted franchise, this is the end of the Norse saga of Kratos' oh, oh, bro, life. It's called, it's called Ragnarok. That's what... it, 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 it's, called, <laughs> it's called Ragnarok. Asgard's in it. Thor's in it. Like a, a tra- again, like I don't know if you can you spoil the very very ending of God of War at this yeah, point. It's, it's the statute. Like, the statute of limitations skip, is gone, buddy. Skip, skip fifteen seconds if you don't want to hear God of War spoilers even now. But like Atreus is Loki. This is Ragnarok. Like the the, I think some shit will go down. I think yeah. they've got an idea, and I think some shit will go down. Maybe it is as simple as just, hey, Kratos dies at the end, and that's all it is, but I think some shit will go down. Yeah. It feels like they've got a shitload of ground to cover. Oh, if you're talking um, about the mythology, be... then yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, no, the mythology. Like, as like for e- weapons, even I've... with Odin, like, Odin's kicking about. Like, you're not going to yeah. end the Norse right. kind of mythology, like, arc without, intri- like, without fighting Odin, surely. That's one right. thing that kind of bugged Unless me. Unless Kratos is like... Odin, somehow. Fuck, can you oh, imagine? Right. Well, they that one thing that kind of bugged me originally was like the the Balder um, and the the sons of of Thor kind yeah. of thing because that was like we didn't meet any cool gods and it was like oh they're keeping them for the sequel. Okay, Balder yeah, yeah, was pretty that. fucking sick, dude. Like, I, I one of the reasons yeah, I get that game right. props was props was for taking my initial disappointment at the lack of recognizable Asgardians and turning that into 
glee at how cool Boulder was. And it meant that Mjolnir tease in the kind of the like dream sequence at the very end was so much more effective for me. Yeah, right. Like I still jizz when I think about him like pulling back his cloak, coat, cloak, and Mjolnir just being there on his belt. Even like, more so fuck. now because you know he kind of fuck. takes he takes that cloak over his belly. Yeah, to get it. It's like, <laughs> he, he, yeah. And I just, can't believe you, you think about that first Boulder boss fight and Kratos fucking punching Boulder into a cliff, like because he punched him so hard and being knocked over his own house and like Kratos fighting Thor, like it's gonna be crazy. I see. I, I think that Thor will be. I don't think he'll be like the main focus. I think it's gonna. You're gonna like send him about weapons. I think you're gonna get his hammer inside of the first half. I get, then, they they could do something like that. That would be, that would be some interesting bullshit yeah. if Thor arrives in the first fifteen minutes and gets killed. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure that when we played like the original God of like when we the original when we played God of War, I'm pretty sure that the hot when the Leviathan axe, uh, you first get to grips with it. I'm pretty sure we were talking about going like, oh shit, they've made this because it's supposed to be like Thor's hammer from bloody Avengers. Yeah, like, yeah. Avengers. Like it does everything his hammer does. I mean, yeah. And like, then there was all that weird like, bullshit about the Avengers team supposedly hiring the guy who designed the Leviathan right. axe, even though Thor's hammer never actually felt anywhere near as good. <laughs> I, th- I think that's, like, I, I would not be surprised at all. And if you think about the other the other God of War games, I can't remember which one it is, like, where they first introduced three weapons. You've got, like, the bear gloves, the chaos blades, and the... There is a hammer, right? Somewhere in one of them. Oh, I can't I can't remember. Uh, I know there. I know you get, and then obviously you end up with the sword of Olympus at one point. Is there like a, a big scythe, like a Grim Reaper style scythe thing? Don't or I made that up. Scythe. I can picture that on Kratos' back. Yeah, yeah. You see, Maybe I think about that was. stuff, and then I just I I think I'm getting confused with Soul Edge, Soul Calibur. It's just like, well, <laughs> right, yeah, or Dante's Inferno. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah, what I'm exactly. But anyway, fellas, I think we've spoken about God of War Ragnarok enough. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's definitely up there with my top. Um, uh, Jonesy, one one that's going to be really big for you, I guess, is Dying Light, right? Fourth of February. I'm burnt out, mate. It's been too long. <laughs> Are you actually out? Are you off the off the Dying Light roller coaster? No, no, I'm not. I'm still. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, Dying Light two dropping fourth of Feb, and I I think the big questions around this game is going to be does it does it does it answer the questions that we've had for so many years, or and does it meet the expectations? And I we're in a weird place. And I'd, you, I'd love to know what you guys think because I think I'm going to get annoyed with your answers. Because <laughs> the weird place we're in is have they managed to pull off what we thought was impossible but they seem to be doing? They then obviously had the entire sort of mess up and sh- shitstorm of like, oh, they couldn't actually do what they were trying to do yeah. and they had a whole mess of problems. And then seemingly the game got like completely off the rails but then got put right back on the track and then started chugging along again and was quite a happy little engine and they they started, but they haven't. What engine. they often, what they often do when this happens is they'll say, you know, we were saying that the decisions you make in the game that they were going to be really important and they were going to shape the world. Well, they kind of just move away from saying that sort of stuff, and you end up finding it barely has an impact. But they they're still me- with that messaging. They're still putting that out there, and they're still saying, oh no, you will shape the world. You will be able to yeah. have, you know, if you align yourself with this um, clan or this group, then it's going to change the way that you play the game. And that's my biggest question, I think, at the moment. The parkour stuff seems solid. The world design looks great. You know, we've played Dying Light. We know how fun that game is. Um, I'm keen. I'm interested to see how they work the night-day cycle because they're still talking about that in a lot of their materials. Like, you know, you've got to do certain things at night. It clears out all the uh, the infected and you can go in there and get cool shit. So you've got to risk that. 
But for me, the big the big question is: Is it one water tower that you get to decide yes. whether or not you turn on and off? It's li- literally uh, it's 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 Mad Max Fury Road. Is it one big decision, or is it really a game that has some form of branching narrative? Well, you, that's you, that feels worthwhile. When good. you say some form of branching narrative, that's what leaves the door open for them <laughs> to say yes, some form of branching yeah. narrative. Yeah. Okay, let me say, let me say like an, an intrinsic form. His of His jacket narrative. is red at the end instead of blue because like you, that. you decided to change the course of history. The, the cyberpunk, the cyberpunk, you get to start on a, in any path out of those three paths you want, and it'll affect your entire game. No, it won't. It'll affect the first fifteen minutes, and then the game becomes exactly <laughs> the same for everyone. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about Chris, but the thing I always have to remind myself every time a game tries to tout features like this is that yeah. this has been one of the narrative ambitions of open-ended video game storytelling for what feels like decades. And yet even when you hone in on the games that are tailor-made to take advantage of that kind of a open-ended system, whether you look at Telltale games or whether you look at Quantic Dream games, they all end up being the diamond, which is... For the sake of like, every, we all we've all done you know probability trees in maths at school. You know that the more branches you create, the like the more you have to work you have to do, and eventually you have to ship a game, which is why you always end up with a diamond. Everything always has to coalesce back at a certain point yeah. with a certain number of endings. I don't know if they're on record with how many endings Dying Light Two has, but let me tell you something: if it's if, even if it's eight, that diamond still has to be like dramatically closed from any big sprawling point of player choice considering it's a 20 hour campaign because again like as soon as you have even like fucking five points of articulation through that campaign which would be one every four hours you need to make like 60 endings they're not like it's just not <laughs> mathematically plausible yeah yeah it's all to make the game that everyone yeah exactly the, the maths just don't the number the My- numbers don't lie and they spell disaster for dying like too <laughs> My thing with all of this kind of stuff is like, just don't say it. Just like, ne- top tip for game devs, just never say this as a USP. <laughs> don't mention it. If you want to bake it into your game, bake it into your game. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But just never mention it. You know what? Like, take that away from what they've said about Dying Light 2. Everything else that they've said is enough for people to get excited about Dying Light 2. Like, yeah. Why? Is- don't say my, it. My, my prediction, because I told you I'd give you this earlier, mm. Jonesy is that when it comes to quest-based open-ended storytelling and when it comes to overall narrative-based, uh, like uh, like the amounts of different points of articulation, that I think you're talking about something similar to cyberpunk. I think you're talking about things that you can have, uh, affect how an individual quest plays out and think, like, that I just played a part in cyberpunk where like there's a character, a major character, who could die if you don't make an extra effort to make sure he survives or that you find him and... Whether or not he's alive plays into the ending. I think things like that will be in Dying Light. But what most of the things they were talking about, about Water Tower-esque moments, what that will have been narrowed down to is there will be points in the story where you complete certain missions or do certain elements of the open world whereby you have essentially liberated a part of that open world or a region of that open world and you have to choose what you want to do with that region whether you let it be taken over by a certain faction or used to do a certain thing and it will physically change that open world in terms of it will change what it looks like it will change what who and what it's populated by some people might be friendly some might be aggro and so on and so forth and in that sense you are technically making decisions that change the world in the way that they kind of rather ambitiously looked at early on but you see how it's gamified because it's just a choice no i i think i think i agree with you i think so like you were saying diamonds i think it'll be rather than like 
you know, one big diamond. I think it'll be lots of little diamonds where okay. you have to, like you've said, you, you close little quest loops and you save this person, don't save that person, you know, liberate that, don't liberate I think you're absolutely right. Like, I, I, I think we're all in agreement that they can't live up to the original expectation that they gave to people, you know, that was, wow, this game is going to be fundamentally different if you follow, like, whatever the, you know, the, each different path. But even if they kind of cheese it a bit, I'll be fine with it as long as they do it well. Yeah, here's the tip, fellas. All they need to do is make a dying light game and fans of dying light will like it. True. Right? Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's fucking move yeah. on. So far, all we've been doing is talking about sequels, and I'm going to talk about another one because it doesn't have a fucking release date, and that is the untitled, as of, Breath of the Wild sequel. It's probably just going to be Breath of the Wild 2. Link, I don't have to mention now because I didn't mention it. I didn't want to say it at the time because I thought there was no way we'd get away with it. But going through Horizon, we Chris didn't once say that the open world reminded him of Breath of the Wild, which I was genuinely surprised at with the reveal of the little like flying hang glider thing and the fact that you can climb so many more surfaces Mate, in the world. At, at the, so kudos at this, to you, At this Chris. point, we're starting the saturation point of uh, <laughs> the, the impact of Breath of the Wild. I said it when the game came out and I said like, you're going to see yeah. more and more games get these elements. Like, and very few people believe me. There we go. Like, Jonesy, you do know that Dying Light 2 also has one of those weird hang glidery things that lets you jump from high surfaces and float down to other right, things, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's, like, but that's done in games for ages. No, it has. The point is, the point like, is... Literally, has been at, in loads of games. At this Tell point, me more about why the sequels you're looking forward to are going to have the easiest time being great games and why God of War is going to be shit. Please, elaborate. <laughs> I'm joking. But what I'm saying is it's probably easier to not talk about the impact because all games are going to be impacted by it. It's just kind of like, it's yeah. like, it's like every game is Dark Souls. It's like, well, now every open world is going to be Breath of the Wild. That's just how it is. But yeah. fellas, uh, we don't know much about this game. We don't even know if it's coming, fucking coming out this year, but we assume it is. I think it's, it has been targeted to do so. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this one in particular is not going to be better than the original. I could see that. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think the joke we just made is the question, right? Which is, in a world where everything is inspired by Breath of the Wild, <laughs> what does Breath of the Wild do? Yeah. You know? I, I think it'll be cool, and I think they'll come up with a lot of interesting ideas, but it's, it's almost what Jonesy said about God of War Ragnarok, where they've just introduced this new thing with this, all, all these fucking amazing things, but it, it's almost like way more than that, because it's less about the world and more about the mechanics and everything. And mm. just kind of that, that sense of like, this is something fucking special, right? Mm. Like, as much as I like God of War and say it's like the game of the PS4 generation, like, it, it was not like revolutionary in a way that I thought Breath of the Wild was. I know Jones is going to completely disagree because right. he just didn't like the game, but... <laughs> but I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I just think it's like, I don't know. Obviously, there's, there's things you can improve. From Breath of the Wild, sure, but like those are few and far between to kind of justify a sequel. Sequel, they're going to change up a lot of stuff, especially from what we've been seeing on the trailer in terms of like you know his fucking glowing head and all the supposed leaks about like time impact, etc. Like, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. I'm kind of ho- I'm like more hopeful, I think, than you are with Breath of the Wild. Like, uh, God, we're I, all so over thought- the place in this. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what it is with, with Breath of the Wild? Like, I thought Breath of the Wild was overrated. Like I, I've I've said that numerous times. Like I think it was, I think it was kind of overrated. But 
I think that they could take that world and do some really cool stuff with it. And I think there's, I've given themselves a potential to do that with the world that they had. Again, it's got, it's kind of, it's still got the same problem that God of War's got in that it's going to be set in like the same place. So that's going to be tricky as, as fuck. They've also got the problem, like, how do you, how do you then like, so they've got to do some crazy shit with it. And they, but maybe that is like time related stuff. Do they do, they do weird, like, yeah cool new mechanics but they've got that because they've got like the magic and all that strange powers you can have they'll just they'll throw in a hand like loads more powers and they'll be like yeah. now you can do not just magnetic but you've got like all these crazy shit powers that you can do a whole new whole new stuff with and i think they could go completely mental and make something like very cool um i, I will say that, I, like, I didn't think the, i, I like, will say that it's that like was, it's fucking reason. it's nintendo dude like if anyone can fucking pull out the bag nintendo can like yeah they they, they did it with majora's mask they did it with um and Super Mario Galaxy 2, they, they could do it with this. I think Majora's it, Mask is an interesting one. Like, this could just be the Majora's Mask of Breath of the Wild, right? Yeah, totally. totally. I mean, it follows the same kind of formula, yeah. right, of saying, like, hey, you've got the engine, you just fucking make <laughs> yeah. another game about, out of it. Like, but it's, from my perspective, it's much easier, though, than, like, with Breath of the Wild to make a better game because, like, I didn't think it was as good as you guys did, so they haven't got to go as far to make easier. a better game. True, true. <laughs> Okay, so you'll probably notice that uh, we are now one man short. Um, Chris's internet decided that he'd had enough and it was time for him to go to bed. So Jamie and I are not going to keep going. We're not going to keep uh, dragging this out because we've already been recording for about two hours. So lucky, lucky, lucky audience out there, you're going to get a part two next yeah. week um, when we finish this uh, list of games off that we are looking forward to coming out this year, 2022. Um it's taken us that long to get through the first sort of handful, which, to be fair, are the biggest uh, biggest games yeah. that are coming out this year. So we thought that's the best way to do it, Jamie. So um, yeah, yeah. I, I think we could be happy with what we've accomplished today. We we took off some heavy hitters. We struck them from the list. And look, I'll put it this way, Jonesy. I've got more to say about God of War Ragnarok than I do about Crossfire X. So uh, yes, we can start rattling next week. Yeah, we'll we'll rattle through uh, all the other games that are coming out, and what'll be exciting next week is actually a couple of these games will I think have already released. Um, we'll be we'll be recording I think as Dying Light Two releases in real time. I think if I'm not mistaken. Yes, I think we will. Dying Light Two that. will go live as we are recording, based on our usual recording times. So if so I'm not fun, here fun, next fun. week, you'll know it's because I managed to get an early copy of Dying Light yeah. Two, and I'm or or, or better yet, if it's your internet that mysteriously goes off, mm. and it just so happens that it happens at twelve a.m. local time on the fourth of February. <laughs> oh, we've yeah, lost I'll, him. Where did he go? What's that thing where you like get a razor and like? Oh no, my my, Jonesy, my please connection. no, don't don't do it. What do, I don't know what you're going to do with that rate. Just, just you've got lots to live for. Okay, electric razor, not like a. Razor. If you are going to do it, kill yourself after Horizon Forbidden West. Let's find out what Ayla gets up to. I'm excited to find out what she gets up to. I'm, I'm sure she's going to rock some new armor, which I'm keen to try out. Anyway. She, she definitely will, yeah. I don't think we've got a code word. We um, um, have we got any? Got any oh, no. Yeah, we have. Gelded. I, yeah. We're still going to get it trending, right? Get in the chat. Who, who do you think is a geld? There you go. Are we so, just going with Geld or was it Geldling? Was that Gel- the- Gelding? Gelding, a Gelding Geldings, or a Geld? Yeah. Okay. You get. I like. I like the idea of so and so such a Geld. <laughs> yeah. Or Your, Chris's internet is a real Geld. <laughs> Chris's internet is a Geld indeed. Um, but thank you so much for joining us for this part one of the games that we're looking forward to in 2022. You can join our Patreon and you can uh, get onto the Discord for as little as two dollars a month. Go over to patreon.com forward slash super show. 
Um, we are also on YouTube and Twitter at Super Show Pod. You can reach out to us there. And we're on the all of the biggest and the best uh, podcasting platforms, as well as some of the smaller and crapper ones, because I think we're on pretty much all of them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So you can find us nearly anywhere. Um, stop along and say hi. Leave a comment below the video. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It does wonders for the algorithm. Um, and with that, we will see you next week for part two. Thank you. And goodbye. Bye.